in three, two, one. Hey, everybody, what is up? This hey, is, hi, hi, hello, hey, hey, hi, friend. Hey, um, this is Iconoclash episode season two, episode 25 or something, I think. Uh, my name is Kyle, aka Keezy. If you want to call me that, you're welcome to. And this is my main man, and aka Gunshop Kendo. Who? Kendo. Okay. Kendo. He's the guy that owns the gun shop in Resident Evil 2. Oh. Oh. I see. Gun shop Kendo. Okay. Whatever. Um, Let's clash, bro. Let's get it out of the way. I feel like I'm falling out the frame. I got to scoot over. Yeah, I can fix it, too. Boom. Mm. Waiting for one of these days that it just breaks. Might happen. That'll be a true ultimate clash. Fuck oh, it. Hell yeah. So just, I'm just going to address it right off the bat. My shirt has green on it, so it's see-through. <laughs> it's really annoying. It's um, such a cool shirt, though. But it's a sweet shirt here. I'm, I, I even got prepared a green square so you guys could see it in its full glory. This is a... <laughs> it's a Michael Myers as the riddle box. As the riddle box, pretty cool. It's from Justin Parker. He's the man. Is tight. He's making all kinds of cool shirts. Like I, uh, he had this um, thing. He's like, for twenty. He's like, if you guys want to get in on this shirt, it's an April Fool's Day shirt. He's like, I'm not going to show you what it is, but you'll be glad you got in on it. Like seriously, like it's nothing crude or crazy, but you'll really like it. Um, so did you buy it? I definitely bought it. Of I can't wait did. for it. Of course <laughs> a, you did. I'm a sucker for that shit. Hell yeah. So, All right, you want to see my shirt? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. The homeboy Bobby Cray shirt. So he gave me this shirt. Yeah. I want one. What the and, fuck? Uh, I think this was the last one when he gave it to me. Uh, but he gave me this shirt. And months went by and I had no idea where it went. I couldn't find it. Wow. And I got a new bag because I'm going on tour. So I got a new bag. And I went to move all my stuff from my old backpack into my new backpack was in the bottom. Mm. So I found out. I was like, oh, I'm wearing this. Fuck yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. So thanks, Bobby Crizzle. Shout out to Bobby Cray. When's that album Same. dropping? Same, Same question. Whenever the new Tool album's dropping, probably. <laughs> when we get Detox. <laughs> yeah. That's just just as likely. That's pretty cool, uh, though. That's what's up. I want a Bobby yeah. Cray shirt. So y'all got a show this weekend, right? Yeah. I told Saturday. you I was coming. I have not made any like official plans or anything. I don't think I have anything going on. But well, I got so. tickets in my car. For real? I'll, yeah. I, hook me up. Seriously. Yeah, I got you. I'll buy it. Yeah. How much is it? 10 bucks. All right. Maybe I'll cut you a deal. All right. Sweet. We'll see. <laughs> 10 bucks if you want to go. Where is it at? Al Rosa? Al Rosa. You're opening up for somebody? No, this is just a show. Just a show. Yep. Who's headlining? Fuck it, me. Uh, well, oh, okay. That's what's up. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what word. I, I didn't even book this show. Bobby booked this show. Yeah? He was like, down on... Yeah, okay. Man, when I would try to book the Al Rosa for us, like... They wouldn't like have just us, even though it's really like what I wanted. Like, even though I knew it would only be 20, 30 people or whatever, you know, they made us like we can get you in open up for dope. I was like, okay, I guess. And it was like very weird, you know? Yeah. I don't think anyone who wasn't there for us gave a flying fuck about us. I opened up for rehab. That's probably like at least a close relation. You know what I mean? But like. Broken Fort and Dope, not quite so much. No, not the same at all. They might share a fan base, you know, but I don't know. Says so a huge party, Al Rosa. Gotta be wild. You see, I'm wearing your t-shirt, bro. I don't it's know if you be, just tuned in. I'm wearing... It's gonna be wild. Oh, I don't, never mind. I don't know if I can go. I can't get wild. No, you're gonna get wild. Oh, I don't know. You're gonna get wild like, with me. This is as wild as I get right here. No, you're gonna... Look how fucking oh, wild I'm gonna turn I'm you out, bro. Whoa, whoa. 
I'm gonna raise turn, the yeah. roof. I'm getting wild. You're gonna right come now. home. Tara's gonna be like, "Why won't he stop twerking? What happened? <laughs> you got so wild. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, who knows, man? I'm looking forward to it though. But That's yeah. what's up. I also I just watched Bobby's uh, interview on WT uh, TMH Radio. I just watched that last. Yeah, time. what's that? What's WTMH Radio? It's the same thing that through the hip hop awards that we were up for. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that is that essentially just like a different kind of podcast? I mean, kind of. It's it's like a radio show online. Mm. Definitely like a podcast. Kind of. <laughs> but they're trying to market themselves as like a radio station type right, of yeah. deal. Yeah, I got it's you. different. It's kind of different. Okay. That's interesting but, um, though. That's what's up. Yeah, I mean, I hey. his interview on that. What it was a pretty good interview, but like they talked about Kansas an awful long time. Oh, is that where Bobby Kansas found? is? No, <laughs> Bobby just drove through Kansas. Oh, and like started telling the story, and then they kept going on and on about how flat it was and boring. Um, I understand telling the story, but like they hung on Kansas for a long time, and Kansas is the least interesting thing on the face of the planet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that was that. But other than that, it was a pretty good interview. I'll, I'll check that out. Yeah, that's what's up. Um, I spent, um, all week, most of the week, um, I did, I, I always try to fit in some time to like work on something for the show, whether it be, you know, like I hooked up the Patreon a couple weeks ago with all kinds of cool stuff. Um, last week I spent an inordinate amount of time, um, cobbling together those Joker clips. How long did that take you? Uh, way too long. Like it wouldn't have taken me that long. I mean, it took me like a few hours. It wouldn't have taken me a few hours. Yeah. Well, Sorry that you got, like I was... I was no, getting to it. I liked it. Don't get me wrong. I like doing it. I'm just, I'm way too particular. Like I'm really like hard on myself. So like when it comes to shit like that, I, I know that's like a thing with me. Like I really will like keep fucking with it incessantly until it's, I think it's done. So when all out in all honesty, I could have fucking had it ready to roll within 30 minutes. Right. I end up spending half a fucking day on it, you know, yeah, fuck it. But, um, I am pleased with how the long one came out that we post on YouTube and then I'm, I spent another inordinate amount of time taking that one and just cutting it down to one minute for the Instagram, which I definitely wanted to. Uh, oh, Clancy's were off the chain. Brian, Brian, yeah, in. He, you know, he just said Clancy's off the chain. Bro. We weren't lying, were we, dude? I mean, <sighs> if you like pork rinds, you're really doing yourself a disservice by not having Clancy's hot and spicy. Bro, pork like rinds. the do not have the regular ones. You have seem, to get the hot and spicy. What well, seems so ridiculous about this, and you wouldn't understand if you haven't eaten Clancy's, but. Like, I've always liked pork rinds, but, like, the gap between good pork rinds and Clancy's is massive. Yeah. Like, they're so much better, bro. They're I, so much better. I keep trying random pork rinds when I go to the gas stations and shit, and, like, they are always, like, dog shit compared to I always eat my dad's pork rinds, and his are always fucking horrible. Yeah, man. Like, Tara bought me a big... Like, I can't eat regular pork rinds anymore, bro. I know. Tara bought me a big bag from Kroger. It's, like, a, one of the big fucking bags of, like, Kroger's hot and spicy. And I've had them before, and they were just okay. I've had but, them like, before. I've had them recently, and, like, I ate a few of them, and I, I'm not kidding. I literally threw the whole rest of the bag in the trash. Like, like it's just not it's, yeah it, it ruins you yeah and the Clancy's only seventy nine fucking They're cents so or whatever fucking good bro <laughs> I went when I went to Aldi's to buy some um what's annoying is I think they're catching on thanks to this show because I it's can't because of us bro it's hard to find like. I'll go to Aldi and they'll have like two or three of those boxes like I posted on Instagram uh, full of there's probably 
12 bags of Clancy's in each one, but they're mix and match. Like they're the original or the hot and spicy. So you'll go there and you'll see all you'll see is original. But if you like peek in the back, there'll be a couple hot spicy. So that's my tip to you guys. If you are, I know I do wish they yeah, had, I wish they had bigger bags too. Cause they're like one serving if bags. You, if, yeah, for sure. I'll, I'll eat. I'll try to make two. I'll servings kill that out bag them, in one sitting every time. <laughs> but, um, if you go my, my tip to you guys, if you go to Aldi, you see the Clancy's, um, they're going to be in the very first aisle. Like when you first go in, you'll see them. I know all the Aldi's are set up exactly the fucking same. So you go in and you'll see the bags, uh, within 30 feet. All right. You'll see the, the originals peek in the back for the hot and spicy. It's there worth you go. it. All right. They but, are the shit though. They, it's worth like, it seems ridiculous how much we talk about these fucking pork rinds, but they are fucking that good. They're yeah, fucking awesome. They really are. Um, all right. But anyways, I was just, uh, bitching about how long it took me to make those joker yeah. clips, but please with how they came out. I'm, I'm uh, disappointed. We haven't got any uh, word back from the joker himself though, but look, that's a win, bro. Look, we were discussing this before the show. The joker did not respond to us, which is fine. He doesn't have to. Mm-hmm. Except for he's the Joker, so he kind of has to. <laughs> like, if you're the Joker and you don't respond, like, everybody didn't have to respond, but that guy being that guy doing yeah. what he did to everybody else, if he doesn't respond, he a sucker. <laughs> That's like, you're a bitch, bro. I know. You are a soft, frail little bitch, bro. <laughs> I mean, look at it like this, though. Um, I was, I was listening to some old shit, like, uh, where we were talking about the Joker in the past, and, like, there was the clip of Tech Nine saying like his response to the Joker when he heard the diss or whatever was that elephants don't waste their time with flies or some shit. You know, elephants don't get bothered by flies or something along those lines. Again, and that's a fine argument, except for But where are the flies in this situation? Well, I mean that's that's a fine argument, except for he did what he did. <laughs> when you do what you do, you can't you can't try to big time people, bro. And to your point too, I was thinking also um about all the diss songs he has. Like uh, he has that whole album of diss songs and shit. I don't know who any of the rappers are on any of those songs. So it, it's interesting that, you know, he would diss all of those people like when they had no uh, you know, they were not known. So he should definitely go after us. I totally understand why people like Eminem don't just respond to everybody like you're worldwide mm-hmm. famous and shit. Mm-hmm. I get that. I understand why Tech 9 wouldn't just resp- the Joker ain't them, bro. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're right. You're a bitch, bro. You're a bitch, bro. Um, I will tell you, I um, after our Joker, uh, I m- most of my life last week was dedicated to the Joker, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, but uh, it, there were some positives out of it. I did stumble upon this really cool dude on YouTube who make he. He seems it seems to be a pretty new channel. He only has maybe five or six videos, but they're pretty well put together. Younger dude, he's probably early twenties. Um, but he, I stumbled upon his video just by pure accident. I went to Reddit to see if I could find a Joker subreddit because I was going to post our clip to it. <laughs> That's really what I went there for. I was just going to keep trolling. But um, lo and behold, I found a Joker subreddit, but no one posts on it. There's literally one post. <laughs> <laughs> There's literally one post, and it was a. Uh, I'm guessing it was from the Joker. I don't know, but or his people. But it was just a link to download a free album called Court Classics of his that have some older shit on his. And I downloaded it, and we can talk about that in a minute. But um, nevertheless, on Reddit, that's all I found as far as the Joker goes, except for I've, this dude had just posted it like a day or two prior, which was just – it was um, – what, what's the word I'm looking for? It's serendipity, you know? Like we made our show – Two days later, I'm searching Joker on Reddit. I find this guy who made this video, posted it like two days prior. Um, 
It was a 17 minute fucking like breakdown of the Joker's career, like from front to back. And this dude, this dude's pretty funny. Like he's like taking shots at him and dissing him and shit like throughout Nobody it. Nobody likes that guy, bro. And, and uh, But what was interesting is I started watching it and he was saying a lot of stuff that I have already said or thought. Um, he he himself said he was a big Joker fan, and this is why he's not anymore. Then he started dissing and blah blah blah, this and that, and he took it like step by step. Like he released this video, and this is about when he started falling off because of this and this. And then this guy got in, and he started beefing with him, and this guy got in. It's a pretty interesting breakdown. I posted it on Iconoclash uh, Facebook a couple days ago. I Highly recommend it. it. It's a uh, by a dude named We Made a Video. Um, but I will tell you, he also had a video where he kind of did the same thing with ICP. Um, which was an older video. Um, bro, I know you're in denial, but that happened with ICP too. They fell off, bro. I know. And that's what I was just about to say. Is, uh, <laughs> I know it's a hard pill to swallow <laughs> for you, but it's another truth. <laughs> this dude made a video about ICP and uh, it was like the same thing. Like, like they, this is when they fell off and yada, 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 and this and that. And like when I was watching that video, I was like, Man, fuck these guys. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I really love the fucking Joker video. But I'm like, no, the ICP one not true. Well, I just want you to know <laughs> that after our discussion, I had some phone calls with some of my friends in Phoenix, and I heard some stories about the Joker Yeah, in RL. Okay. I heard about how he goes. To, <laughs> he's been seen out at shows. Yeah. He wears like jeans and a blazer. Really? And his Joker hat. He wears the jester hat. Are you kidding out me? Out in public, bro. But like, wears normal clothes and shit. Oh my god! I've heard he's that is unbelievable. He's a great a weenie, bro. <laughs> like, I heard some stories from people that know him. I have mutual friends with him. Uh, I know people that know that guy. Okay, and they didn't have a bunch of nice things to say. <laughs> That's interesting. I um, I was doing some more like research on him too, just to try to find out more, just info on him. And I mean, he, he's kind of an enigma because. I, I think he must be autistic or something because he's I know I keep it's like beating a dead horse. I, he's like actually like talented at things. You know, I think he's talented at rapping and make, you know, mixing, mastering, producing. He's, he's like he's good at all that stuff. You know what he's really good at. You know what he is really good at what being a bitch, bro. That he is very good at being a bitch. That is one of the things he's best at. In fact, um, but he's very he's good at a lot of things. And he, he's almost, like I said, to like a savant level, I think, you know, for him being as young as he was, uh, being good at like producing. Let's and not stuff. overdo it. bro. I mean, to, let's not get too extreme here. I'm serious. Like, I Whoa. think I think he's like uh, one of a kind in that regard. Like he he, Whoa. he has a he has a, um, a he has some skills. You know what I mean? Um, just God given skills, you know, but that said, he's squandered it completely with his horrible, shitty useless personality you know he's a shitty guy that's what i'm saying that's why we have an issue to begin with because he's I, a shitty guy i think if he was like a cool guy like you know seemed genuinely nice like i wouldn't be shitting on him and like i said we i would still be his fan right now we've talked about this before though a lot of them, like i have a lot of friends that um are rappers that have done some big things like through the internet and Without saying names, I've met a lot of them in person later on, and people that seem real cool on the internet, a lot of times when you meet them in person, are real socially awkward. Mm, I could see that. Like, they're not all as cool as their persona is online. Yeah. Um, like I said, I'm not going to say names, but people that I'm sure many of our listeners know, I know personally, and... 
I've always been cool with them. That's why I'm not going to say names. I'm not going to air out people that I'm, I have friendships with and relationships, but, um, some of them are very awkward. <laughs> okay. I get it. Like more yeah. than a few, most, most of the people that What's, I met online that way, right. More than half of them are very awkward well, in actual life. I think it's obvious that the Joker is awkward. He like, as, Clearly. Far, as far as I can tell, he literally doesn't leave the house. All of his videos look like they're shot in his home studio. Um, I'm pretty sure he probably has a badass banging studio in his house. Don't get me wrong. But if that's all you dedicated every minute of your time to, I could understand why. You well, know? I mean, do you I think it's odd when people that are introverted wear that as a badge of honor. Hmm. And on some level, I get it because I can be very introverted. Yeah. Like I have like an extrovert side to me and an introvert side and I get caught in holes of both of them. And like for a while I've been very introverted myself, but like people that are really introverted wear it as a badge of honor. Like they're too cool for socialization. Mm. And like, that's so odd to me. That's not, it's not a good trait. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's necessarily a, a, bad trade either. I don't think it's a negative necessarily. Well, it's but, definitely not cool. But I think if you want to be, if you want to have friends and be liked, you can't really be super duper introverted. You know? But I mean, that's what I think. I think people that wear it as a badge of honor are people that like are just they try to they, assholes? No, they try to parade it like I'm too cool to be friends oh, with people. I gotcha. Yeah, that's no. kind of asshole-ish. No. Yeah, you think that's how the Joker You're is? Too cool for fucking friends, bro? <laughs> you think that's how the Joker is? I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. I was um and the Joker is the type of person that dismisses everything everybody says about him mm-hmm. and chalks it up to I'm really cool, they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Oh, those are just people on the internet. And I I am by no means somebody that thinks that you should overvalue people's opinions on the internet. But there's a reason you have no friends, bro. I will tell you that on, nobody likes you, bro. What's interesting is on that we made a video's breakdown of his career. Um he goes over the like at one point, which I remember this because this is right about when I fell off of liking the Joker. Um, he started pimping out this new group called Project Fatalist, <clears throat> which was like two rappers. And I think one of them might sing too. But anyways, like they're actually pretty cool. Like they 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 had some decent songs. I listened to a, whatever the Joker had posted at that mm-hmm. time. I, I never kept up with them or cared to look them up since. But um, a, a year or two ago. The Joker released an album called like Summer Songs. It might have been even been longer than that. I know. And um, believe me, I know. And uh, <laughs> I listened to it. And it's fucking hot garbage, by the uh, way. Summer Songs. But um, the, it says Summer Songs with Mazzetti. So it was kind of like when you did like your ends and devise. He did this one with this dude named Mazzetti. Right. Mazzetti was one half oh, of. Pro- he was one half of Project Fatalist. But what's interesting is My on this. Looks so fucked up on a camera. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm- I'm fixing myself. Are you listening? Are you listening? Yeah. Mazzetti. I got it, bro. (laughs) Um, We made a video's video. He talks about how Mazzetti lived with the Joker at some point. And um, the Joker kicked him out because he found out Mazzetti was smoking weed in his house. (laughs) (laughs) And then he said, (laughs) whoa, bro. Whoa, bro. I know. It's against the law. And then he said, are you trying to get me arrested? He said that uh, he gave Mazzetti 90 days like eviction notice, but Mazzetti moved out like instantly. Like, fuck you. I'm not going to live with you, bro. And then Joker that offended the Joker even more. (laughs) 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 That 
was one, like one of my favorite parts of the video. I just thought that was so stupid. But I don't know. You man. smoked weed in my house. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you have no friends, bro. Uh, shit. <laughs> that was funny though. Yeah. Um, like I said, I heard some stories. I heard about promoters booking him for shows. I heard he did shows because, as far as I know, he doesn't fucking do shows. Uh, what I heard was. Um, again, without saying names, any of the people that I know, um, some people, he, he charges an astronomical booking fee okay. and some people tried to go down that road with him and he would just no show. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's a real scumbag. <laughs> wow. He must yeah. have like some social anxiety, bro. Well, if you were him, wouldn't you too? How many people who dresses up like a fucking court jester yeah. that doesn't have social anxiety? Um, yeah, you probably gotta have something wrong with you. Like, at least Juggalos have banded together and made it cool for them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like... Yeah, I feel Don't get... Yeah, yeah. I'm done with the Joker. All right. You're a fucking weenie, bro. Well, Joker, um... Oh, I will tell you the last thing I'll mention about the Joker. Another thing I spent an inordinate amount of time doing was... I told you I was throwing together, like, a, um, a compilation podcast, essentially, of uh, other times... Like, just so you guys know, I ain't no Fairweather fucking Joker fan. I ain't no Fairweather Joker hater either, okay? I've been hating on the Joker since at least 2013, and I have evidence. <laughs> so I'm throwing together a uh, little mini podcast of um, compilations of us talking about the Joker on former Keezy Show episodes. Listen, Scott. Listen, Scott. We're going to dedicate time to the things that matter to us. Yes. And hating on the Joker matters. So th expect this podcast out probably within the next week. I'll make sure I post it somewhere. It'll probably be up on YouTube. I'll, I look I'll, forward to uh, it. Yeah, it, it's fun. Uh, it's going to be chopped together. I'll chop all the boring bullshit out. So it'll be a fun little probably 30-minute episode. It'll be nice. Well, I don't have uh, documentation, but I have friends that have heard my opinions for years and years about how I think that guy's a great A weenie. Okay. I've never liked that guy. Well, okay. Joker. Fuck you. All right. Yeah. Moving fuck him. <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> he right. said fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he knows. Yeah. All right. Are you not entertained? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, all, right, all right. All right. Hold on. Where's my... All right. So... He's the new goat in your mom. Yeah. Except for we both hate him. That's true. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> this has gotten out of hand. <laughs> This right. is really taking a hard turn. Right. We've really, really gone down the rabbit hole. Um, oh, but uh, one, this is go literally... Ahead, go, go ahead, go ahead. No, I've always got more time for this. <laughs> I, <laughs> go for it, bro. I took, I took all those broken pieces of the Joker CDs and, put, and I put them in an empty Clancy's bag if anybody wants to buy that from... <laughs> <laughs> I literally yeah. did. It's up there. Yeah. I put it up there. I see. You got it on display, bro. Uh, shit, yeah. That's a, going down in history, man. Clancy's back. Uh, <laughs> we'll throw uh, it. Hey, once our, once our show's once our show's hugely popular, we'll fucking put it on eBay. Bro, it's, it's up like on his shelf. Like you got like Earthbound and like, I don't yeah. know, what is that, a hookah or something? Yeah, and then like a bag of Clancy's with the Joker <laughs> CDs in it. Yep, all of it's in there. Uh, That's dope. Uh, uh, all right, anyway, moving on. All right. Oh, that was funny. Oh, all right. So there's this new rap artist that I've never heard of. All right. I don't think anybody had heard of until like this week. And then Eminem tweeted about him. Like, oh. hey, new artist Boogie is dropping a CD on Friday. Boogie. Yeah. And Boogie then with I, the hoodie? No, that's a different artist. Boogie. So, rainy days. Okay. So this guy, 
He just like Eminem tweeted about him. My buddy hit me up about him, sent me some of his songs, and I was like, oh, this shit is fucking tight. And so then I went and I downloaded, or I, I bought his album, because I heard enough songs, I was like, oh, this shit is... He has a whole album out already? It just came out, yeah. This is the album co- cover right here. And this shit is so fucking tight, bro. Where's he from? Compton. Oh, okay. And this whole album, I swear to God, it is... Have you ever heard Good Kid, Mad City by Kendrick Lamar? That's his best album, and that's the one you should definitely listen to. But... It's just like listening to fucking Good Kid Mad City for the first time all over again. It's like oh, the wow. same album. Like they're both from Compton. It's just a whole nother like just reliving one of my favorite albums ever a second time. Okay. This shit is extremely fucking good. Oh yeah, good. it even says birthplace Compton. It's really fucking good, bro. Eminem comes on this and he says something about uh he says like you're fucking your sheep. Or like like uh like you're sleeping with sheep. Fuck what you heard or some shit. Like it's real wild, bro. M- M's bars are a meme now from this song. M's verse on this is one of the best features I've heard from M in a while. He has like a little piece in the middle where he does like his rap fast thing. Okay. But like the whole first half, he raps real slow, like this. So that's where he starts going fast. But then on the, like the second after like his little fast spot, then he starts rapping this like re- real weird way that's really dope. Okay. He hasn't gone fast yet. Hold up. Okay. This shit is fucking good. There he goes. This is my least favorite part. After he goes on this little tangent, he comes back and he starts like doing his Eminem thing where he's like popping all the syllables yeah. just in the right spots and shit and it's extremely fucking tight. Right here. Uh, uh, bro, this shit is so uh, fucking hard. Uh, it is great. I don't, I don't know about Boogie. I have to hear him rap. He's more, fucking bro. nice, bro. Okay. He's fucking sweet as fuck. And his bars are fucking crazy. He be writing ill shit, bro. Okay. That's what's up. I love this shit. That's tight. Great album. All right. I got it. What was the other one you want to talk about? Oh, did you still want to talk about Boogie some more? What was the album called? Everything's for sale. That's the album okay. cover right there. Oh shit! It's got 1.1 million views. When was this post? Nobody ever heard of this guy. This was just like last week, five bro. days. Yeah, ago. that's what I'm saying. He just dropped, bro. Man. Like Eminem tweeted about him, and he was just like star overnight. All right, I'll hit him up on Spotify. It was fucking nice, bro. But like I've seen, like like as soon as M tweeted about him, then my buddy like found a bunch of his old shit on YouTube and sent that to me, and that's when I was like, oh, I'm buying this album, oh, bro. Okay. Like this shit is super tight. Everybody's really talking about Eminem in the comments. That's what people do, bro. Haters. That's what people do. <laughs> I thought I like uh, fucking Boogie on this better than M. Oh, okay. I mean, M was cool, but like, I'm just not a fan of the crazy fast thing. I thought the rest of M's first was awesome, though. All right. Yeah. It was really good. I'll I like say, it a I'll, lot. I'll peep it. I like it a lot. I'll peep it at least again for the. I want to hear Eminem's verse in full, um, but I'll, sure. I'll definitely give Boogie a shot. I hope it's something I can like because it's real gangster rappy. Yeah. It's I mean, fucking tight. Because every even every time I listen to. Kendrick, like, it doesn't do shit for me, to be quite Oh, he's honest. just like Kendrick. He's like the second coming of Kendrick. Yeah. I swear to God. No, that's cool. But I, everybody knows Kendrick's one of my favorite rappers. So, I mean, I'm glad people like you. It definitely like makes who, sense that I would love that. I'm glad folks like you who like that shit is, like, getting some more of that shit, because that's what's up. But, it, you know, it ain't really my shit. <laughs> I loved it. Like, I really like this album a lot. I would have given it probably a 9 out of 10. All right. Like, it was really good. Great find. I'm excited that I have a new artist that I like a lot. Yeah, that's really cool. So, thanks, Em. I like that.
Um, all right. Let's see what else I got. Oh, there was another game I wanted you to download that I forgot because it was on a separate list because I wanted to talk about it specifically on the show. What? It's called When Ski Lifts Go Wrong. <laughs> okay. And it looks so fucking tight, bro. Let's check it out. It's a Switch game. Hello, guys. My name is Zephyr. Where you build oh, ski lifts on. and they like crash and people like fall off the ski lift. And it looks so fun, bro. It looks dumb, but it looks fun as hell. Get out of here, bro. <laughs> we don't want your commentary, know, bro. Give me the goddamn trailer. That's why I always type trailer. This shit looks fucking cool, bro. I just okay. saw this here. Here we today. go. One minute. Boom. And it's from Nintendo. All right. Yeah, bro. This shit looks real extra rad. It looks like bridge constructor or something, but you're building ski lifts and like the serene where people fall off. Okay. And it just looks it's out already. Yeah. Cool. And it just looks super fun to me. It looks super. This cute. was the number one game Ooh. I wanted you to download. Yeah. It's like, bro, <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a, like poly bridge or something. Yeah. Like this just looks fun. It's touch oh, screen too. Cool. It's touch screen too. So when you're in the switch, you can. Yeah. I'll definitely play that shit. Look at this. This looks so great, oh, bro. What's up? <laughs> that doesn't look like a great time. Yeah, that looks super dope. I like saw this and was immediately like, I need this. Yeah, this is tight. And you're in It just looks silly. <laughs> I saw this other, I don't have the name of it, but I saw this other uh, uh, side scroller that came out on um, I'll make a Switch. Yeah. I don't know what the name of it is, but it's like this little red dot. It looks like it's like Adobe Flash graphics. It's like this little red dot with like legs. And you just like roll around and hop and stuff. And like the way he moves, like normally I'm not into side scrollers, you know, I'm just, I'm just not my thing. Or whatever. Yeah. But um, like just the way he was moving around, it looked super hilarious, bro. You don't care. He just like, you can't remember what it's called. I can't remember what it's called. He's this little red dot, little red ball. Let me look it up. And he was Sorry, I'm making saw, a note about when ski lives. Yeah. Um, all right. We're here. When we go to a break, I'll look it up. All right. When we go to a break, I'll look it up and we'll come back. Remind me. All right. Cause it like, if you saw it, like, it looks so charming because the little red ball, like he's just a little circle, but for some reason, like the way he moves and everything, he has so much personality and like just watching him made me want to play it because I just like the little dot. Okay. I'm sure it wasn't Kirby. No, it's something <laughs> new. It looked like an indie developer game or whatever, but it was right. like, it was super basic. It was weird, bro. <clears throat> All right. We'll, um, we'll get back to that. Was there anything else on video game tip you needed well, to mention? See. Yeah. Oh, there's definitely something we need to talk about. In video oh, game yeah. tip. I was trying to work around that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, uh, well, let's keep talking about rap music. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, let's go back. Let's go back through music. All right. Tory Lanez and Don Q are beefing because Tory Lanez running around taking shots at everybody like, I'm the best rapper. Who, who won it? Who was he beefing with recently that you told me about? It was Joyner Lucas. Joyner Lucas. Oh, yeah. I remember. I watched their little Instagram yeah, video. Yeah, I thought Joyner won. Okay. I thought Tory was great, though, but so, I thought Joyner won. So what's the new beef story? It's Tory Lanez. I mean, it's just Joyner, Tory Lanez running around taking shots at everybody, talking shit. Uh, is he like even I, like that nice to be... Taking shits on people. Well, he's an R and B singer mm. that's just like crossing over into rapping or whatever. But yeah, he be eating people. Mm. Like he got he he be spazzing, bro. Mm, okay. Um, but he was beefing with Don Q, who is like a boogie with the hoodies. Um, different boogie, the other boogie that you're okay. A boogie with the hoodie. Um, it's like his homie or whatever. Um, I've never been all that familiar with Don Q, but they both dropped his songs and. Don Q's was pretty sweet, bro. Hmm. It was pretty sweet. Tory Lanez was better. Who's Don Q? He's just a boogie with the hoodies, homie. Some rapper. Hmm. Um, and then I know that Don Q dropped another one today in response to Tory Lanez's response. <laughs> and it was not as good. It was all right. It wasn't great. The first one was pretty good, though. So who's winning? Tory Lanez. Okay. I'd say pretty definitively Tory Lanez is eating him. 
Uh, All right. So there's that. J. Cole dropped Middle Child. Oh, is that a new album? It's just a song. It's the one that I played for you. Oh, yeah. So J. Cole dropped Middle Child, and it's fucking sweet. I love it. I think it's great. It's about him uh, being caught in between two different generations of hip-hop. So he's the younger brother to the Jays and Nas and all those guys, and he's the older brother to all of the new wave guys like 21 Savage and Lil Pump and all those guys. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, you were playing this to me. I, you were explaining the concept, which I was like, okay, hell yeah, that sounds cool. I'm into it. Like it. Neat. And then like, I heard the song. I was like, mm, okay, boring. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, he might be able to spit, but number one, like, the, like, this shit is so what's good, the, like, bro. effect he has on his voice? What is that? Some kind That's of his voice. There's no effect on his no, voice, there's bro. That's how he raps. There's a, there's some kind of weird effect on his voice. Nothing more than, like, a reverb or something. Yeah, like, that's something. his normal voice. Yeah. Um, there's no auto-tune or anything. Right here. He's just kind of rapping, singing. That's just how he sounds, bro. No. Anyways, like, I mean, he might... He's awesome. He's great. I don't like the little, like, sing-songy rap shit. I like I, I do when it's done well. I hate and that. He does it about as well as anybody. Yeah. I, I Maybe that's what it is that I don't like about him. I hate that. I literally can't even, like, listen to what he's saying because, like, he's like... J. Cole is one of the best rappers in the game right now at writing words. Yeah. Like, not necessarily rhyming or putting together crazy schemes or anything. He just says good shit all the time. Okay. He's constantly talking about stuff I care about. He's constantly saying something that I want to hear. Yeah. I mean, he's, that, he seems pretty cool in that regard. Like, I, I'm digging it. If that's what he's talking about, and he's like... He needs it, to be my fucking friend. And he's putting a middle finger up to the game, then kudos to him. I just do not like his fucking style of music at all. I love it. <laughs> I know that... It does like, nothing for that, me. Uh, that's a really unpopular opinion to love J. Cole, but... Is it? No, everybody oh. loves J. Cole. Everybody fucking yeah. loves J. Cole. But everybody loves him because he's like impossible to not love except unless you're you <laughs> like everybody else thinks he's just great I mean, all it's, the time it's, and he is it's fine background music i just don't know how like you can like listen to it like yeah oh fuck yeah this is good shit mm. i yeah. do that's exactly how i be in my car to live. <laughs> Cole. i wish i felt like that Go you know i, I don't uh, i mean i know you don't feel offended but don't be offended because i mean first of all my music uh, taste everyone on earth would fucking hate like literally like no one likes any music I I like which is fine um, but yeah. uh yeah and I'm finding that out more and more as like um, I've been well I did the unknown pod this past weekend on Saturday and uh, on their show they do one of their segments is they do a Spotify playlist that mm-hmm. all of them add three songs to every week and then which I they let me do too for whatever reason and then they each week they just talk about who had the coolest songs or whatever. And we've been kind of breaking them down, like each right. song, which takes a really long right. time. But um, anyways, point is, uh, like I've done it like three times now, I think. And every single time, like all the songs are like, yeah, no, <laughs> no, that wasn't, that wasn't my shit. Yeah, because right. you listen to high garbage, bro. Every now and then one person, usually Smoothie, because he's a juggalo. He's like still a true blue juggalo. You know, the other guys are fair weather juggalos these days. They were true blue juggalos maybe at one point, like I was but uh <laughs> there's smoothie hopping in uh because we love you smoothie usually likes my shit though but um there's things to like about the juggalo world yeah it's just like a fraction of it and you like it all i do not like it all you love my it. friend you love it i do love it i'm very much looking forward to 
uh, Fearless Fred Fury coming out in a couple of weeks. Me, not so much. Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to check? I told out- you I'd listen to it. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Um, do you want to check out the track listing real quick and talk about uh, what we think might be the coolest songs? They just released a track listing yesterday. Pull that shit. Let's <laughs> let's. You're gonna have to entertain my Resident Evil discussion. That's so fine. <laughs> I'll entertain this for you. <laughs> Thank you. We can we can trade. All right. This will only take a minute. Mine's going to take more. I know. <laughs> like, All this right. could be the Resident Evil episode. We're not going to do that, but it could be. Uh, so what's cool is, um, which I mean, I've been an ICP fan for a long time. Let me start by this, okay? Um, ICP used to always do cool shit to, like, reveal shit about the next album. Mm-hmm. Like, they used to put secret songs, secret ways to put these images together. And uh, yesterday, they did this pretty cool thing. It seemed like it was thrown together, but it was fine. Where on across Instagram... Facebook, Twitter, and Snapchat, they post like four clips that were clues to a phone number. And when you called the phone number, it's like this dude's like, congratulations, bitch, you figured it out. Go to fredisfearless.com. And then that's when they revealed the track list. So as soon as I did that, I I was like right on top of it. I was like, fuck yeah, I want to do this. Yes, I'm into it. And, uh, <laughs> and then I, I was given this, which is fine. You know, I, I'm, I'm happy about it. But um, are there, is there anything right off the bat of this track list that sticks out to you? Absolutely. What is it? Here, hold on. I'm, I'm going to. First of all, I was just lecturing my friend Monks. Yeah. About how he got skinny and now he looks weird. Okay. Like, I don't like it. You think Violent J looks weird? Yeah. And I'm looking at Violent J right now and he looks fucking weird and I don't like it. <laughs> so there's yeah. that. He does. I mean, he got. I don't know. I think he looks cool. Like, he was like, I aren't like you happy skinny. for me that I'm like getting healthy? No. <laughs> no, I don't like it, bro. You're I love weird. it. I love seeing fat people get skinny, man. I love it. It's <laughs> my favorite. No, stay fat. Uh, <laughs> second of all, <laughs> we don't find it shocking that there's no, <laughs> there's no wonderful twisted feature here. <laughs> yeah, right. It's just not the same anymore. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll be honest though. I, I don't think they had a, they've had a twisted feature since like, Shit, I don't even know if they had one on any Joker's card on the new deck. I don't think they have. Shangri-La. Well, Shangri-La, but that was... That's the last deck, yeah. 12 about the new deck. years ago. I know nothing about the new deck. So. Yeah, I don't think they have. So they've been... It's It's been kind of weird. They haven't really been doing features. On Mighty Death Pop, they did feature Hopson. Um, and I keep wanting to say Tech 9 might have been on that, that same song. Maybe I'm wrong. They didn't feature Twisted on Hell's Pit, did they? I don't think so. I don't think Hell's don't Pit think had a single feature. I don't think so. Um, but Bang Pow Boom, I don't think had any features. Death Pop, I, that was Hopson, maybe Tech Nine, if I remember correctly. And then uh, um, the next albums, Marvelous Missing Link, Lost and Found. As far as I know, those only featured um, Young Wicked, like on some of the hooks and shit. But I don't think they featured any. But anyways, point is, um, number one, there's 17 tracks. I love that. My favorite. <laughs> I also am intrigued by the song called Night of Red Rum. Um, I don't know if that's going to be something that's like related to like Night of the Axe or Night of the 44, which are both really cool ICP songs. That that intrigues me. Um, I think this track list is seriously hilarious. <laughs> There's a song called Seriously Hilarious. I saw this and I just thought, what the fuck? All right. I see what's going on here, you fucking hothead. It's, it's nobody's Fine, fault. I won't talk about it anymore. Game over. All right. It's nobody's fault. Don't be but, a hothead, bro. Dude, beware, though. I like it rough. Uh, <laughs> this conversation has hit a new low. All right, man. That's fine. <laughs> Let's just, uh, I'll, catch, catch me over on West Verner Avenue. Uh, I'll be furious. Uh, 
Uh, <laughs> Stupid. That was, All right, that's ooh. in a nutshell. I don't really have much else to say about that. I just wanted to talk about it because it's new and fresh, and I'm excited for Furious Fred Fury. I found out that that was the reason Violent J canceled his solo tours because he's like stressed about not being able to get this album out like and done and like put time and effort into it. So I really love that. You know, they take they're taking it very seriously, it seems, you know, enough so that they're canceling shit. And like he's talking about flying Shaggy out for this, flying, you know, all kinds of shit to try to prepare for it. They're doing all kinds of little um, uh, parties for the release, which I don't think they've done since Shangri-La, which is pretty cool. Um, but anyways, I'm looking forward to it. So um, no, you haven't. You can just let that shimmer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. What, uh, what's next? Uh, all right. Oh, yeah, Night of the Chainsaw. I forgot about that one. All right, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. On point Photoshop. Uh, yeah, the Photoshop is pretty on point, isn't it? I don't know why I didn't have my um, uh, fucking comments on. My bad. There we go. Yeah. Anywho. Um, all right, I got one more thing here. All right. The Resident. Big, the big one. Evil 2. Yes. Bam, 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 bam. All right, man. Tell us all tell me about your it. thoughts about it. Um, well, I st- it's still the same thoughts as last time because I haven't played it. You haven't played it? Oh uh, no, I'm not getting Resident Evil. <laughs> uh, all right. So everybody knows that oops. I've been eagerly anticipating Resident Evil Two, mm-hmm. and now it's out. Yes, and I've played it. Yes, and I've beat it. Oh, really? Three times. Oh shit. <laughs> um, kind of. Okay. So. There's the Leon scenario A and B, the Claire scenario A and B. I have beaten Leon A, Claire B, and Claire A. I haven't gotten to Leon B yet, but they're all similar. Yeah. Like, there's not going to be any big shockers when I do that. Okay. I have an idea of what it is now that I've played enough of it. Um, I I was going to stream it. I streamed it when I initially started playing, and I stopped streaming. The reason that I stopped streaming is because this game's really hard and I need to learn it before I stream it really. <laughs> okay. That's um, fair that's it's fair it's enough. Very difficult. You don't want to stream yourself struggling through the fucking game. Well, like it wasn't a fun stream because I was like I was trying to learn the game. Yeah. So I just decided I'm gonna wait, I'm gonna learn the game, and then I'll stream it. But that would be cool um, if somebody was watching you and they could like help you. Well, there were people watching me, but yeah. um like, you know. Um <sighs> this game. I'm trying to. Uh, I don't want to be overzealous just because it's Resident Evil 2. But this is the single most perfect game I've ever played. Wow. Now, normally I would think maybe I'm overfanning. Sure. Which you could also make the argument that I could be overly critical of it too. Sure. Um, there were things that made me nervous about this because I felt like maybe my bar was too high. It was unreachable. That was clearly not the case. They uh, did they, they um, go over your bar, over the bar? They have so exceeded my every expectation. Dope. Hell yeah. They have exceeded my every expectation. There are a lot of things this game did that I did not expect it to do. Um, was there any, what's like a welcome surprise that, that happened? Like when you were playing, you're like, this is fucking sweet. Well, like, obviously yeah. we knew, we knew that it was going to be not just a straight remake. It was going to be like, things were going to be changed. Things were going to be different. Um, there's a lot of things that like when I was playing through that I didn't encounter and I thought they had taken out of the game. And then later on you would encounter them at different 
Oh, okay. like so things were out of order. Okay, like they had they had changed a lot. Okay, um, playing this was really more like playing a new game yeah. than an old game. Like it was more new than old. Like the general uh, setting and plot and premise was the same, but other than that, it was basically a new game. Okay, um, all the puzzles are new. Like so, playing is, playing the previous game almost in no way, shape, or form helps you. This is a, this, this is essentially if Resident if they made a Resident Evil eight and they put a Resident Evil two skin on it. No, this game is four, seven, and two all combined. But you know what I'm saying? Like if if they had released a Resident Evil eight and then like you could download a skin, like Resident Evil two skin, like this would no. be it. How do you no. know? Because that's not what it's like. It's outside of the engine, it's almost not like Resident Evil seven in any way. The okay. engine is obviously prevalent, but like that's about it. It plays like Resident Evil 4. It's horror and plot are Resident Evil 2. Okay. Um, they basically took all of their highest points in the franchise and took the best things from those things and wrapped it into one. Okay. Um, but this game does all these like, uh, and I'm going to get real spoilery. I don't care. Like, spoiler alert. Resident Evil 2 has been out for 21 years. You should know the general plot. If I, don't. I spoil this for you, sorry. Um, but nothing, there's no major changes in the plot. Um, this game, like, for example, there is a point where, um, you go into Brian Iron's office in the original Resident Evil 2 and you find a dead woman on the table and he'd obviously killed her. Well, in this game, in the new one, when you go into Brian's, Brian Iron's office, she's not there. I just thought they had removed that from the game. And there's this whole separate scenario that they added, like whole separate thing that happens where you're in an orphanage and when you make it in there as Sherry there's a dead girl in there so it's like completely different like you don't you almost don't notice things are missing until you see them later okay there's this train that you take like halfway through the game or like three quarters through the game that goes vertically not horizontally like it's, it's on this thing that goes like an elevator but it's a train on an elevator and um I hadn't even really noticed that I hadn't reached that until the very end of the game and it shows up and that's where like the final boss battle is. Oh. And it's like all these things that are so out of order you don't even notice you're missing things There's until they come back and you're like, like oh. Well, they, yeah. they, that's what they say is remix. That's, that's how they refer to it a lot. That's cool. Um, the other thing that this does exceptionally well and this is one of the main reasons why I think this is definitively my new favorite game. Okay. Um, when they remade Resident Evil 1 for the GameCube which was up until a few days ago, the greatest remade game ever. <laughs> That's pretty universally accepted. Yeah. Like, it's not just my opinion. Okay. Like, people look No, I didn't. That wasn't but, a um, scoff. That was a... Um, well, okay. But they had kind of, like, added new areas and things, but it was generally the same game. Yeah. And what that did was it basically rendered the initial game worthless. Yeah. Like, no one because, needs to go back and well, play Well, like, that. if you ever want to go back and play that one, you would just play the GameCube game because it's the same game, but better and with more. Yeah. This did not do that. Oh, okay. This did not do that. It's still worth going back and playing the original? Yes. This is so different than the original Resident Evil 2 that not only is this way better and more awesome, but it didn't render Resident Evil 2 useless to me. I can still go back and enjoy that for separate reasons now, which is beautiful to me. So if I were to pick one to play, though, you would recommend this newer one? Yeah. I think if, if if you played this on easy... Yeah. And maybe if you could um, use like a guide or something to kind of take away some of the fear. Yeah. I think you could get through this, even though it's really scary. I think you can get through it because it's so fun. Okay. 
I do think it's really, really good. It really will, um, like, there's lots of puzzles, and none of them are, like, brain busters, so they won't, like, frustrate you, but they will intrigue you. Mm. Um, the weapons, they have, like, expanded the weapon count without making anything too not plausible to be like have been in Resident Evil 2 yeah like there's multiple different pistols now and things okay. like there's all kinds of upgrades and um this game in every way is better than I could have ever hoped they've already announced that there's going to be free DLC coming out on the 15th of next month um they're adding three new it's called the ghost survivors so like already when you beat this game you get the fourth survivor which is hunk and Tofu Survivor when you beat that. And those were in the original game. Those modes are brought back. Okay. They're adding a DLC that is free called the Ghost Survivors. There are three different characters from the game that are dead. One being the woman that I told you was murdered. Mm-hmm. She's one of them. Um, another one is one of Hunk's squad mates. I forget who the other one is. Um, but there's three of them. So this is brand- oh, it's it's Gunshop Kendo. So this is brand new content, or yes, is this just it's brand new content? But you, what it is, you'll get to use each of those characters to run through the game and their no, it's brand scenario. new content. It's okay. a new it's a new mode. Okay, and they are individual stories that tell like basically what could have happened if they were alive. Ah, okay, that's pretty but neat. that's why it's called the Ghost Survivors because they're dead. But it's free DLC. Free DLC. Why are they doing that? Because fucking Capcom is. <laughs> on the fucking fan service train. That's why. Okay, that's pretty sweet. Uh, I like that a lot. It also there's uh, images that came out um, in Japan. It's coming out for sure. I think it's coming out to America. But there's new costumes that are coming out for free too. That are Leon and Claire, but they're their PlayStation One models. Oh, like they look all yeah, polygonal. They look polygon. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool. It's fucking so tight. That and there's tight. already like a bunch of different costumes. Yeah. Like I have like ten different costumes for each character. You could change them all on the fly. Oh, I'm sure they'll make um, some cosmetic ones you could buy. Well, I mean, some of them were. I got, I got the deluxe edition. So oh, okay. some of them came with that. Are, um, is that DLC only for deluxe edition or? Um, no, I think it's for everybody. Oh, that's what's um, up. When's that coming out? I think the fifteenth. Oh, so yeah, soon? soon? Yeah. No, oh, that's pretty cool. Um, all right. <laughs> They want to give people time to beat the game a couple times. I will say, like, once you get to, like, the... Because there's, like, three main areas in this game. There's the police station, then you go to the sewers, and then you go to the laboratory. In both games. In the original and this okay. one. Um, the sewer area of this game is, like, 1,000% different. Like, there's almost nothing the same about it. Oh. It's, like, a completely new area. Whereas, like... The police station and the um, laboratory are kind of modeled after the originals. Okay. Although the laboratory is pretty different too. Okay. Um, the police station, they just added a lot of stuff more so than changed everything. Hmm. There are also like in the police station, there's a lot of rooms that were like key crucial puzzle rooms in the original that are basically only there because they were in the original now. Like you could skip them all together. Like they're not. Okay. Um, the boss battles are intense. I know that Capcom came out and said that they, um, if people want a Resident Evil 3 remake, they just got to vocalize that. To yeah. which I say... Tweet at Capcom. So, to which I say, fucking do that shit. Please, yeah. fucking do that shit. Do I- that shit. Iconoclast viewers, this is up to you. We need everybody to rally in the troops. Rise up. Overcome. Let's get Resident Evil 3 remade. God damn it. 
It's up to us. <laughs> Let's do that shit, though. That's Fucking tight. Capcom, I want that shit. All right, tweet at Capcom. But this is the single best video game I've ever played in my life. Well, that's amazing. And I'm giving it a 10 out of 10. It is perfect. Wow, that's great. Perfect. There are... I thought about this when I was thinking about my score. Mm-hmm. I thought, there are things that I can ask for. Okay. Like, there's more things that I could be like, oh, it would be cool if there was a mercenaries mode, well, and it would be cool if there was this or that, except for, you can always ask for more. Is there anything that at all, though, that was even disappointing? Or did it just, was it your dream come true? No, it was it was my dream come true. That's it was, awesome. Like, I love that. Because, like... This is one of the greatest joys I'll ever have in life. <laughs> and I just feel so grateful that I got it. Yeah, that's because I could have just never lived life and had this. Yeah. Like this could have never happened in my lifetime. And so you got it. I got it. Were you and just like jizzing every, all day? Bro, Friday? It was so fucking good. <laughs> like there was like, I'm sure if you watch the stream, there's probably moments where you can see it. I haven't watched my stream. Yeah. But um, like there were numerous times where I could, I caught myself saying out loud, like, this is so fucking good. <laughs> this is so fun. Like gritting my teeth, like, oh my God, this is good. That's great, man. It was. I love that. There is nothing in the world as concerning video games yeah. that I wanted more than this. And it has exceeded everything I could have asked for. That's fucking great. It is so good. I cannot believe what a fucking home run it is. That's great. This I mean, is the pinnacle of video gaming. I'm so happy it. that happened for you because um, I was very nervous that because I know you're very critical about shit, you know, on, but I know how big of a fan you are. So I was like, man, I hope like I hope he doesn't really like have like come back and shit on it. I really don't no, get me thing, wrong. Was, I would have liked to hear me. about it. But because once they started showing gameplay, they showed Ada Wong with like her. She has this fucking gadget that she uses to do this like stupid fucking puzzle. Okay. And I saw that and it just made me so worried because I was like, <laughs> oh, don't do this. Like everything else looked good. And then I saw that and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and yeah. then when you get there, it's like really not obtrusive and fine. Okay, it's cool. totally fine. That's but like up. that had that was that was the moment where I started having doubt like, oh, no, <laughs> no. Okay. But no, it was fine. Um, sweet, everything man. is so fucking good. Um, it is. Definitely one of the five scariest games in the history of gaming. Probably higher than that. It's probably in the top two or three. Wow. Um, but it's so fun. Like, I can't imagine anybody playing through this and not enjoying it. Even if, like, even, like for you, like, you don't like horror games, but, like, there's so much else to like about it. so tight. Wasn't that in the demo? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's right at the beginning of the game. But, like, there's just so much to like. There's so much going on. Like, in, in the original Resident Evil... Uh, two. There's four keys that you got to get to get through all, all the police station, right? You got the spade key, the club key, the heart key, and the diamond key. In this one, they have it set up so that only Leon ever gets the club key, and only Claire ever gets the heart key. Mm. So there's whole, like, in addition to them having their separate areas, there's parts of the shared area that you can only access as each character. Oh. Like, there's just so, it's so fucking amazing, bro. Like, they have all these things that they did, like like with the windows here. Mm-hmm. You can get the boards and board that up. You yeah. saw that in the demo, right? Yeah. So in the original game, there's a, a wire that you get that you can close the shutters and block off the windows, but you have to choose which hallway you're going to use it on. In this one, you just kind of periodically find boards and you choose which window. So it's like kind of the same, but they change the way it works. Okay. So you can't close off a whole area unless you dedicate all your boards to one area. You can instead choose specific windows. and Like little improvements like that. All really, kinds like, of stuff. That's awesome. I really uh, like and that. like I beat this game the first time and there were 
whole puzzles I didn't solve. There were whole weapons I didn't find. Oh, wow. Um, all kinds of stuff, like stuff that I thought for sure I was going to get at some point, And I just like kind of got through it. And I was like, oh, I just never, never did that. How many more times you going to run through it? Oh, well, that's the other thing is like, I meant to, I meant to speak about this. The other thing that this game has done exceedingly well is set itself up to be replayable for years and years and years to come because there's so many different campaigns and there's so many, um, there's extra modes and like all that, but like, this is going to be a speed runners dream. Like people are going to be speed running this for 20 years. Yeah. Um, there's just so many different things that you can do with it. There's a lot of unlockables. You can unlock, you know, infinite ammo for certain weapons and like there's collectibles. Like there's just all this stuff. It expands the lore. There's a lot more like notes and things lying around to like kind of expand the story. At one point there was, I found this int interesting. There's one point where you find this letter from, so Claire Redfield, one of the main characters in this game is Chris Redfield's sister. He's from, from the, the original. He's from the original. He's from Resident Evil five. Yeah. Um, he's in Cove Verona. He's in a bunch of them, right? He's in six. Um, you find this letter from him and I played the first campaign as Leon and I read this letter and it's like Chris acting like a real douche where he's like talking about being on vacation with like hot chicks and I thought it was like so odd and really felt out of place okay and then I played it again with Claire and when I picked up that note she makes this comment afterwards where she's like this doesn't sound like Chris hmm. and there was never any explanation but I loved that I read that initially and thought this yeah. seems really odd and out of place <laughs> and funny. doesn't seem right. And then later when I played with Claire, she had a little comment in the game about it. And I was like, oh, there's something here. Like they're yeah. planning a kernel for did later. You figure, did you figure no, it out? No. no. Oh, okay. But like they obviously very intentionally wrote that that way. Yeah. So I wasn't the weirdo. Like it wasn't like they had a <laughs> shitty piece written in there that I just didn't like. Yeah. Like it was there on t intentionally to be that way. Okay. So I, I like that there's these little things to expand that. Like there's all these puzzles and comp locker combinations and like they expanded on in, in the original Resident Evil 2. There's like two different pieces of film that you can find and you have to develop them to find out whatever. And in this one, they expanded that. There's all this different film you can find everywhere and you go to the dark room and develop it and they'll show you like clues to solving puzzles and stuff. And it's just... This shit is a home fucking run, bro. The boss battles are fun and interesting. They're how, not like... How's it being received by uh, media? They're loving it too? Yeah. I that that was the other reason out. why I was like, am I just overexcited because this is like my thing? Yeah. Like, am I being unfair by giving this a 10 because it's my thing? But other outlets but have been... Like, everybody... Like, I don't know that I've seen anybody... Like, well... Let me correct myself. I did check Metacritic. Oh, look. Scott said they were covering up Chris being at the mansion, I'm sure, expecting him to be dead. Yeah. Um, well, it was like it was like planted in the star's office where Wesker um, is like the bad guy. There's a whole thing. But um, I what was I saying? Yeah, we were about to talk about something. I was like ready to fuck. I um, <laughs> damn. I lost it, too. It was we were talking about Chris Redfield. No, we were talking before about that. We were talking. Oh, oh, uh, how it's being received. Oh, yeah. Uh, I looked up the Metacritic for it. Oh, OK. And um, when I looked it up, there were, I did see a few publications give it a hundred. Really? Out of a hundred. Um, but most of the ones that I've seen have been above nine out of 10. Okay. So that told me that 
my review is not unjust because I should feel more passionate about my review than most people because this is my favorite game. Oh, you played it on PC, didn't you? I did. Shit. Sorry. Um, Sorry, viewers. The other thing I noted was the number one complaint that I heard from reviewers. Yeah. Might be a complaint for an average gamer or a reviewer. But for somebody like me that deep-seatedly loves Resident Evil 2, it was a positive. Um, and the complaint was that um, lots of people didn't like that when you go back and you play like the separate character scenario, you still have to finish the same key puzzles. It's not like, oh, so Chris, Chris, or Chris, uh, Leon did the medallion puzzles and Claire has to do the medallion puzzles too. You. Like she should have had something else. Now I can understand to why somebody not seated in Resident Evil the same way. Um, that might seem like a negative, but it's very true to the original. That's yeah, how that's, the original, like normally. That seems like nitpicking. Well, I mean, in the original, like that's how I wanted it to be. Yeah. So I, I can understand why to somebody else that might seem like, oh, now I'm just retreading the same puzzles, except for. It's like an alternate universe, essentially. Exactly. It's exactly what it yeah. is. So, like. If it's the scenario. Uh, if, well, if I mean, Leon even, even, or even if with Claire. The, well, kind of, because with, like, if you finish Leon's A scenario and then you go to Claire's B scenario, sure. that's supposed to be the same universe and you're still doing it. Oh, except I for. That's part of the charm of the game, too. Okay. It's like learning all these little intricate things and seeing like when you play the second scenario it's not about new puzzles it's about just seeing a different angle right you know what i'm saying it's, it's not about that so like it was very true to the original so for me that's what i wanted and capcom had said that they weren't going to do that they were just going to do two different different campaigns initially okay. so they've obviously changed that somewhere along the way but i was hoping they were going to change it god damn it sorry so again i understand why other people would grade it as a uh, nitpicking thing but yeah. like still taken away to me that's what i wanted so i'm not upset by that i feel better about it i feel you it's got a 91 on metacritic that's pretty awesome i mean this shit is fucking amazing bro no i'm glad you like it man i'm really really happy for you honestly look john malcolm hated it he gave it a four let's bro, see i saw I, I read some really low scores for it from like review from uh like the public or like just people Typing comments. Yeah. They were like ridiculous, bro. <laughs> this guy said, if you like zombie movies, you'll love this game. Otherwise, stay away. The atmosphere is relentlessly dark and horrific. And the best you can hope for is to decapitate numerous humanoid creatures with the most realistic gore imaginable. So why? why? What about that? That all sounds great, bro. I know. That, sounds like a, that sounds like a wonderful review. He gave it a four out of a hundred, by the way. That sounds like a wonderful review. IGN gave it a 90. That's pretty cool. I didn't re uh, revise the review though, so it's higher than that now. Oh, really? Yeah. I um. So they probably rate it based on a pre-release version, no, no, and then he, go back he, and the, rate the guy it that again. reviewed it didn't properly understand. So he wrote his review and posted it, and then afterwards he realized that he didn't properly understand oh, how the second modes unlock. Yeah. So like when he went to play the the B scenario. He was actually just playing the other character's A scenario. So he was uh, like, it's the same. What the fuck? I got gotcha. you. And then after they realized, like once, and I, he was on a podcast talking about it too. He was like, yo, I oh, didn't cool. realize. My bad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was like, we adjusted the score appropriately. So IGN ended up giving it like a 93 or something. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah. Um, I'm, by the way, I think that might have been out of 10 because it looks like all the user reviews are all out of 10 from what I can tell. Anywho. But yeah, yeah I mean, Metacritic up. does everything on a hundred scale, but everybody else does it on like tens and stuff. So yeah. they, they scale it. I'm glad that he said it's a 10 out of 10 review to me to like, this is the game, bro. <laughs> the 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. That's what's up. Monster Fucking Bash. The perfect Monster Bash. 
the best game ever next to monster bash obviously but <laughs> yeah I, I just like i couldn't i couldn't love it anymore and i know that like i'm gonna spend spend all this time learning every little detail of it i know that i'm gonna be playing this game all year long yeah like I fucking love that. That's awesome. I dude. love that I know I have one game, like if all else fails, I'm going to just keep going back to it and keep going back to it. It's so good. No, I'm glad, man. That's That makes me happy. It brings me joy. Yeah. it's. Did you, you bought a hard copy, didn't you? No. I Okay. So you want to hear... Oh, yeah. You got a digital copy on PC. It came with your graphics card. Yeah, you want to hear something that irks me about that? Uh-oh. What? So I got my digital copy that came on PC with my graphics card. Mm-hmm. And like a couple hours away from the release... They still hadn't sent me my code. So I was like, yo, bro, where the fuck is my code? Yeah. And they didn't respond to me. So I was like, fuck it. And I bought it on PC. And I was like, well, I'll give that shit to, I'll give that code to somebody. I'll give it to Kyle if he's willing to trudge through it. We'll give it away on the show, whatever. And then the next day, like after I've been out for like 12 hours, then they sent me my code, which is bullshit. That is some That's fucking bullshit. bullshit. Where'd you buy it from? Or can, I just bought it on Steam. I mean, where I'm sorry, where the um, code what, from like, AMDRewards.com okay. or whatever. So then they gave it to me, and I went to redeem the code so that I could bring it on here, and it just activated on my Steam profile. So I just got it twice on Steam. Wow! So I got nothing. You can't use that code again. You sure? Yeah. Uh, that's some fucking yeah. bullshit. Yeah, I'm not real happy with AMD. How right you now. sure? Did you try it on another Steam account? Didn't give me a code. Oh, it, it wouldn't give me a code. It just shot at Steam. Oh, I see. They did it on purpose because they don't want you like reselling them or whatever. Yeah. That's a crock of shit. If that's the case, you need to make sure I have it bef- like when it's out. Yeah, that's some horse shit. Yeah, I'm a little hot. But forget all that. That's not the point of this. Hmm, I'm mad about that. <laughs> um, all right, man. Um, but moving on, uh, I did get it discounted when I bought it, though. I bought it from one of those websites you gave me oh cool yeah so i got it like i got the deluxe version that's why i got all the extra stuff like yeah. extra costumes and everything and i got it for like 50 bucks oh that's cool that so that i spent then. less than the full price and got that just sucks you had like another copy that just went to waste yeah it's bullshit that i'm is- a little fucking but i mean if there's any one game that i don't mind giving that extra sale to sure i feel it's you. the most perfect game ever <laughs> <laughs> um yeah Fucking Resident Evil 2. Go buy that shit. It's the best shit ever. Thank me later. Um, you got anything Cream else you want? Jeans. You got anything else you want to mention before we uh, head to break? No, oh, okay. That was a good first half, man. Yeah. We're gonna come back from break and talk about Ice Cube, Laugh Now, Cry Later. And then we're gonna do Raise the Bars and our top five racing games. That'll Ooh. be fun. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so stick around. We'll be right back. All right, three, two, one. Hey, we back. <laughs> um, we were just talking about Run the Jewels. I just got hit yeah. today. Uh, we, weren't we talking about them a couple weeks ago? Yeah, I said I was going to check them out. Yeah, like uses bar, my killer Mike's bars. Yeah. Yeah, I love them. Well, I decided to finally check them out, and I listened to like their first album um, the other day. And it Fucking was great. It was fine. I liked it. You know, I, I didn't love it, but it was it was good. Run the Jewels is awesome. Um, I did start listening to their second album, and it was pretty good. RTJ reporting live from the garden. I like li- live from the garden. They have like they don't have very much catchy shit, but they do have bars, which I like. Um, it's just that it's not like some shit like I'll I see myself really actually enjoying like you know to the point that where I would like be a fan. Um, Run the Jewels is one of those things I feel like everybody should like. Yeah, I like it. It's fine. You know, I don't see how anyone couldn't just like it for what it is. It's just rapping, just bars. But as far as songs go, there's not a whole lot of like 
It's awesome. It's just every song like blends together. It's bars after bars after bars. I did not look up that game and you didn't remind me. Bro. What game? That ball game. Yeah. Hold yeah. on. I'll find it. Hold on. Talk for a second. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll mean, I mean, I'm going to keep trying because I want, that's a group that I think the, maybe the more I pick out bars I like, the more I would really appreciate them and it's cool and shit. I did watch uh, Trigger Warning. I watched the first couple episodes of that with Killer Mike. I haven't seen that, but I've seen like trailers for yeah, it and stuff. The first couple episodes are pretty cool. Mm. But that's what kind of inspired me to check them out. Between that, and I know we talked about them on Raise the Bars and shit in the past. I love Run of Jewels. Run of Jewels is sweet as fuck. Yeah, and they came here in concert one time, and I was going to go, and I didn't, and I regretted it. Yeah. But I almost got it here. I'm almost there. Hold on. All right. That's cool. Fill some airtime. I was trying to think if I played anything. I was just going to yes, bro. What's here it, it called? Piku Niku. Oh, give me a fucking break. Bro, this looks so tight, bro. What's it called? Piku Niku. Yeah. Hold on. Like, you have to see, like, the Piku. way the ball, like, walks around and, like, Niku. moves. Because it's, he just looks like I want him to be my little sidekick. <laughs> Piku Niku. All right, here you go, guys. I'll show you. This is Pico Niku. Look at it, bro. Yeah, I'm sure it has cute music. Let's listen. I don't know. I don't know about that. I just, this video like is- I said, the only thing that like appealed to me was like him, the little. Oh, here we go. He has so much personality for a little red ball. <laughs> <laughs> Told you it had cute music. <laughs> Look at him go. Look at that little red that guy, guy go. Look at him. His little long legs and shit. so fucking cute, man. Doesn't this look fun to you? He's like a little jelly bean. Whoa, has deep state conspiracies in this game? That's pretty intriguing. He like kind of stumbles and stuff. Like, oh, I mean, wow. he just. Pico Niku. Let me make a note of that, I guess. Yeah, that looks so cool to me. I mean, it looks fine. Oh, I just like the little red guy. I love that music, though. Look, he's like so wacky with his foot. Is it out? Did you, did you say I that? have no idea. I know nothing about it. I just okay. saw it and I was like, oh, this. All right. Like normally does not look like something for me, but like I like him. All right, I'll find it. I like the little spot. <laughs> yeah, look cool. You can't tell me that didn't look oh, cool. Right. Look, Scott is like, what is this? <laughs> I'd play it. I want to play it. All right, which 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 segment are we cutting to, bro? Whatever. Oh, you know what? Um, I didn't get um the Ice Cube album cover. It only take a second. You I thought wanna... that's what you're doing. Nope. What do you mean you thought that's what I was doing? When you were playing the music. No, I was just rocking out, man. Hanging out. Oh, I thought that's what you were doing. Rocking out with... I was listening to Ice Cube and rocking out with my Glock out. They give us guns and drugs. Damn, wonder why you in the fuck with thugs. Okay. They want to count the slugs, then come around here and fuck with us. Yep. That was a rap lyric of that album. Yes, it was. (laughs) That is from the album Uh. that we're listening to. I probably this listen, week. I've probably listened to it. I guess we might as well go into it. Um, yeah. Let me get it ready. Hold on. Hold on. Just hold your yeah, horses. You gotta get your little graphic. I know. We gotta do it proper. Look at him. He's just he's peering down on the city. We gotta do it proper here. He's peering. No more, that's the wrong album. I'm bro. getting it ready, bro. That's what I'm that's doing. Not the album, bro. No, dude. Give me that a was, sec. That was last week's album, bro. Oh, amazing album. I'm, I wish Boba Flex would have hit me up. All right, you ready, man? It's all good. Yeah, let's do it. Ready. This week we're doing Raise the Boars. No, throwback spotlight. Throwback spotlight. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I forget what our segments are. Our throwback spotlight this week belongs to Ice Cube for the album Laugh Now, Cry Later from 2006, I do believe. Or enjoy it in 2006 and enjoy it in 2019 if you're me. Yeah. <laughs> I like this album. <laughs> All right. Um, I would like you... I think... What do you think makes more sense when we do this segment? If the person who loves it rambles on about it first or the person who is new to it rambles about it I first? Think, I think the person that picked the album should talk about it first. Okay. I would and love then, that. Yeah. Like, cause it's more expected. And then the new opinion is the perfect is the conclusion, right? I like that. Go ahead. So, man. Um, Let's hear it. I have made no mistake about the fact that oh, here. I want to pull up the track list. Can you pull it up there? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yes. I've made no mistake about the fact that I love ice cube. Um, I don't think he's the illest rapper ever. He's not really anything crazy. Everything's pretty basic and simple, but he obviously created all of this and you could make absolutely make the argument that he invented gangster rap. I mean, you could make the argument for Dr. Dre too. Yeah. Um, like he wrote the original gangster rap lyrics to all the NWA shit and everything. Like he's the forefather of this shit. Yeah, sure. Um, and he's, he talks about that a lot in in this album. Yeah, he does. Um, this album is, like I said, I, I never thought this was the greatest album ever or anything. It was just an album I really liked. And at the time, I really listened to a lot. Um, I haven't really listened to it since like the year it came out. Yeah. So 2006. Yeah. Like I, it's not like something I've like kept in rotation, but I've, I've always had fond memories of this album. So I thought it was good for Raise the Bars. Um, I don't think it's like Ice Cube's best album either. It was just a good one that Dope I album. had an affinity for. Sure. Um. That being said, I think the best songs are Why We Thugs, obviously, is great. Um, I think Smoke Some Weed is oddly appealing, even though it's not really my favorite. Um, I like Do What It Posed to Do. I like Laugh Now, Cry Later. Go to Church is my favorite song on the whole album. Okay. You a scared motherfucker, go to church. Go to church. Um, like, there's a lot of political stuff on here. Yeah. Um, it's long. It's a long album. It is it's like twenty songs on it or something. Yeah, yeah twenty songs. Um, my least favorite songs in the album are "You Got a Lot of That." Um, that's my least favorite song in the album. And, toward the end, yeah. yeah. And "Spitting Policies" right after it. I don't like the hook, but I, I like the rest of the song. That. Spitting policies. What? Are, uh, I don't know. What are they uh, even saying? I don't know. I, I like the verses. Okay. Uh, like I find that like even on songs that I don't particularly like from Ice Cube, I always like his verses. I thought they were saying policies. Oh no! During policies, I just don't know what that means. I'm googling that, uh, dude. I want to know what that means. Um, it's just a very classic gangster rap album. Okay, like it's very like what you would expect a gangster rap album to be. Nothing crazy, but all very quality, very good. Um, I really, really enjoy this album. I really don't know that there's like a whole lot to really say about it because it is what it is. Yeah. Um. But I do feel like I thought this was a good one for us because I know that you don't particularly like gangster rap, but I feel like Ice Cube is hard to not like. Um, like he's just so super like. No, I'm with you. Um, I get it. And I was talking to my little brother too, and he was basically because I was telling him that's how I thought about Cube, and he was like, "No, no, no, the world does not feel that way. The world does not feel like Cube is like worthy of being called like a. I mean, like." Because I feel like he's undeniable. He was like, no, the world does not feel he's undeniable. The world doesn't particularly like him. Oh, that's a shame. He was like, we like him. Yeah. Because we like you. I think, like, I think anyone who's a genuine rap fan would probably like you. You have to. I don't like, see how you couldn't. Um, I'm not a Ice Cube fan, but I li- I, I mean, I liked this album. But you know I mean, what I mean? He, like there's, I don't know how you could dislike him at least. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like 
He's extremely charismatic. He's obviously very smart. Yeah, he's cool. He does what he does well. He invented it. He's funny. not like he's not like following everybody else's trend. He created the wave. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if you listen to today's hip hop music, even the shit that I don't like, like all the gangster rappers now, like it's all evolution of what he did. So like he created it all. You know what I'm saying? Like, um I just think what I just I I really don't know how somebody could find Cube un- unlikable unless they were like Donald Trump. I can see how he could not like Ice Cube. <laughs> yeah, but uh, um, um, I'm I'll just grade it right off. Yeah, top. go ahead. I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten. Okay. Um, for my personal taste, it's probably like a little higher because I just really like it. Mm-hmm. But like for the average listener, I think a seven out of ten is fair. Like it's a good album that everybody could like. Nothing crazy. Yeah. Just a good album. Yeah. I, I would agree with almost everything you said. I, uh, all of your sentiment regarding it being just a dope, like straight forward album. It is. Um, I'm not, I haven't, I've literally never listened to an Ice Cube album front to back. I don't really know that this is the best starting point. Like this was just one that I, yeah, that's, I get it. Had a connection um, with. I mean, for what it's worth, I've heard Ice Cube songs min- right. millions of times. Right. So I know. I've heard enough of him to know that like he's a he's a good rapper, you know, he deserves the credit that he should get. Um I, but yeah, like you said, he's not doing anything um exceptional on this album. No, nothing's like He's not going to blow your mind. Yeah, he's not saying anything that's going to blow your mind. But I don't know that he's trying to either. But he's keeping it real as fuck. He's like, he's coming off hard on a lot of these songs. Like, yeah, he's the fucking dude from Are We There Yet? But, you know, he's also the fucking one of the gangster rap fathers. You know what I mean? Like, like let's not forget where he came from. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, he can be a dad now. It's okay. He doesn't yeah. have to be thugged out all the time. But, like, like specifically, this is who he is. Specifically in that song, um, he talks about that a lot in one of these songs. Uh Oh, child support? That song is fucking dope. That song dope. is fucking dope. He's like talking about how yeah. all of the... You all owe me some child support. I, fe- I feel like in that song, there's a metaphor that I'm not quite grasping, but I'm, I'm getting the feeling that he's he's talking to every other rapper in the game, like, y'all are just my children, yeah. you know? like <laughs> yeah. You know? Because uh, he's he's helped you become what you are, essentially. Yeah. That's what that song's about. And I was like, God damn, that's... It took me a couple times to listen before I really appreciate that song for what it was. But I was like, that song is tight. That's like, one of my favorite songs on there. I like that Mike Epps has all those little skits of Mike Epps just acting like Mike Epps. I specifically made a note that said, I hate all the Mike Epps parts on this album. Oh, I like it just because <laughs> I feel like that's just Mike Epps being Mike Epps. Yeah. And, he's, he's, and he would not be as appropriate on anybody else's album except right. Q because it's like the Friday yeah. thing and all that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, don't get me. It's fine. But I, I, they really should have just left him off, if you ask me. It didn't add anything to the album. I liked it. Uh, my favorite song, without a doubt, is Go to Church. That song is tight as bro, fuck. Bro, that song is the song, bro. <laughs> you <laughs> a scared motherfucker. Go to church. Go to church. Yeah. You crazy it's a Lil John song. Go berserk. I mean, I mean, it's more a Lil John song than anything. Well, I mean, you know what again, I mean? It says produced by Lil John, by well, the way. That's what Lil John is. Yeah. Like, motherfuckers forget that. Motherfucker think. <laughs> Like, especially because of Chappelle show skits and everything, everybody thinks that Lil John is a rapper. Like, no, he's a producer that just mm-hmm. kind of yells and shit. Mm-hmm. That's why he is known for saying just one word and shit. He's known yeah. for ad libs because he's not really a rapper. He has places where he has rapped. Yeah, but that's not his thing. He's no, a producer, I mean, and that song and is that's a great. Clearly, like Lil John Crunk Juice, yep. like in his heyday, like that's what that is. And Ice Cube goes super well with that, and like. Yep. That's the jam, bro. Um, one of my other favorite songs on here. Well, I love Smoke Some Weed. Smoke Some Weed. That shit is I don't dope. really like weed songs all that often, but I occasionally have that these ones that I like, and I like that. And it almost like when I listen to it, I can't figure out why I like it because I feel like it should annoy me. It's got this really cool, the, like, meh, meh, meh. I yeah. feel like that should annoy me, and like, it doesn't. Bing, I like bing, it. Bing, bing, bing. 
it's got this cool sound to it. It's um, not like Asian ass, yeah. like fucking beat and shit. <laughs> um, Why We Thugs, immediately, first song on the album. I mean, he has, first of all. That's the tone setter, bro. Let me, I'll say, let me say this. This album starts off great, because number one, yes, there's an intro, but it's 14 seconds yeah. long. Fucking great. Thank you. Thank you. I agree. You don't make me sit through a dumbass, long, boring, useless intro. 14 seconds, get right into Why We Thugs, which immediately sets the tone for the album, which is fucking great. And wait, let me say why I immediately liked Why We Thugs is because it's an immediately recognizable beat by me because psychopathic writers have made a song to that beat. Did they? Yes, they have. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, they have. And that's why I was immediately like, fuck yeah, this song, Hell yeah. this album's tight. Hell yeah. <laughs> I can't remember this specific song. I wish I would have had that ready to roll. If Smoothie's listening, chime in. Um, <laughs> he probably knows. But um, yeah, it was dope. Uh, anyways. On a different note, I just wanted to share this. This yeah. is unrelated, but um, we were talking about the intro being quick or whatever and yeah. not sitting through a long intro. It just made me think there's this ice cube album called weapons of mass destruction mm-hmm. and he's got this long ass intro on it but it's the coolest fucking intro okay bro i like it's a like, cool intro he takes all these clips of george bush mm. and he chops them up and he melds them together so it sounds like the speech of george bush okay and they're it's his voice the whole time but it sounds like one seamless speech it's cut together so yeah. well where he's like saying all this like crazy evil <laughs> shit it's fucking great that sounds cool but it just made me think of that yeah Brian. But typically, yeah, long intros suck dick. I yeah. hate that. Um, I do like intros, though, that are cool or, or, or interesting to listen to, or actually, especially on like a, a concept or ICP album, like the intros actually really do kind of like Back set the to tone. ICP. Yeah, hey, I mean, hey. That, that's what I know, Fuck man. <laughs> Fuck it. That's what I know. What can I say? I mean, um, but yeah, that said, I've listened to so many albums that have just like intros that you should have just left off, you know, like what's the fucking point? I, I mean, the good rule of thumb is, does it add something to the album? Right. Yeah. If the answer is no, then don't do it. Um, Scott says the song is Riders. Riders. Yeah. Riders. Where you at, y'all? It's din, 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 din. It's, yeah. it's bump, 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 dun, dun. Like that. Yeah. Dun, dun. That song is tight. The riders. I just hear violent. All I can hear when I hear that beat is Violent J coming in like riders. I can hear him in the well, background. I mean, Violent J. I read Violent J's book, so I know that he absolutely was influenced by like NWA. Oh yeah. Shit. So like, it doesn't shock me that he would be rapping over cube beats later on. You know, I, I when I listen to like um, some of these old like rappers and shit, um, there's something else you made me listen to recently, or maybe I just stumbled upon. I don't remember, but. Um, you can hear the influence, like the old school rap influence yeah. in ICP a lot. And I absolutely that's something I've never noticed because I never listened to that shit. But you can really true like in all honesty, like really hear it. Like you really can. When you when you hear their lyrics and shit. So pretty interesting. Yeah. They I love the West Side Connection intro for the Bow Wow Bow Down album. Excuse me. Bow Wow. Bow Down. I never liked I West Side that. Connection. Oh, I, speaking of West Side Connection, WC has a, a feature on this on that Chrome and Paint. Mm hmm. Oh, no, I'm, excuse me. It might even be on uh, the, the Spit and Paula seeds. Regardless, in one of those songs, that's one of the tightest verses on the album. WC comes hard on it. Um, I didn't like either of those songs for what it's worth. Chrome and Paint, I don't like it. I didn't like um, Spit and Paula's seeds. Spit and Paula's seeds, I don't like the hook. I like the yeah. rest of it. Um, I didn't like several of these songs, but Go to Church, my favorite. The Nigga Trap. <laughs> that shit was um, sweet, though, It's a bro. dope song. Um, a couple of these songs I don't remember. I thought you were going to say you didn't like it. And I was like, come on, no. bro. That's a good one. I specifically remember disliking the Game Lord. <laughs> Seems like a little... Uh, uh, but I like that, doing what it posed to do a lot, too. That song's pretty dope. 
Uh, again, it took a couple song- listens before I really liked that song, but I would give this song a seven or this album a seven. Yeah, so um, right, right on par with me. As a non Ice Cube fan, just non real like you know gangster rap fan, to be quite honest, um, this song, it, I, I found myself really liking a lot of the tracks on it, or several of the tracks. I should I'm say. I'm glad so, to hear that. So I, I always like finding shit that I like. You know, yeah, like, I mean, for, like I said, for me, it's probably an eight or a nine. Yeah. But that's my own personal taste. Like right. for the average listener, I think a seven is a solid uh, rating. I, I would rather you give it your personal rating. You know what I mean? Like I, I think I can't always do that because I would have graded Boba Flex a lot lower. Like you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like they're not fair ratings. I hear you. Like okay. that. That. Well, in that case, I mean, this norm, like normally I would, I would never like search up Ice Cube to listen to, but listening to this, like, uh, it did make me appreciate Ice Cube, like as a rapper more. Um, I've only heard him on West Side Connection in the past and, uh, yeah, other random songs. I don't songs, like but, West Side Connection a whole lot. Cause I don't think the rest of them rap as well as him. Yeah. He's, I I'd think he, rather listen to Ice Cube. Yeah. He's, he's just got a very traditional, like undeniable, you know, rap style, which I like. So I, I can no matter what the song is, I can listen to Ice Cube and enjoy him. He just he has a cool voice. Like he's you could tell like you can see his face while he's yeah. while you listen to it. You yeah. know what I mean? Which I, I really like. So I mean he got kind of a pit bull look to him. Yeah. You can always kind of see that like snarl, like kinda of like he's got there. Like, yeah. <laughs> you can always kind of see that coming out of him. Yeah. So yeah, it's dope. It, it's, it's a good album. And I, I actually after listening to it, I probably would check out some more Ice Cube albums. Good, good, good. Yeah. I'd love to hear that. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. Yeah, and that's why that's why I like this segment, because I do want to branch out my music taste a little bit. And that's why I've been um, enthusiastic about listening to unknown pods, playlists and shit. You know, just, uh, I want to find my next favorite shit. You oh know? yeah. Like, like I said, this album came out like at a crucial time for me too. Like at my, the pinnacle of like my teenage music discovery. Like I was already hip to Q, but like this dropped and I like copped that shit and I just loved it like yeah. intensely at that time. Yeah. I feel so, like, like I, this, this is probably the number one reason that I love cube now because mm-hmm. I'll listen to this more than even other stuff that I think is better. But sure, I get it. Yeah, but yeah, a, there's a, no affinity for this. There's no songs in this album that I think are like stinkers. Nothing's I will, terrible. I will say the second half pales in comparison to the first half. Um, there's some shit on the second half that just like really like, I do throwaway think, tracks. But. I I do think like because I was thinking about this when I was listening to it. Like, it's very rare now that you would see an album with 20 songs. Yeah, and. What three or four of them are skits? Well, like probably three. Listening to this today, mm-hmm. it feels like maybe some of these were tagged on just for length. Oh yeah, probably. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I think you could uh, out of the 20 tracks here. If you take the skits out and the songs, three that, songs. You know what I'm saying? I think you could make a a really a album, a really tight 12 track album out of this. I agree. I think that would be that would be probably more of an eight but or like nine. Like at the time, honestly. that was normal. Yeah. I hear you. So, yeah, it is what it is. Um, speaking of short... I like Holla Your Boy a lot, too. Speaking of... Yeah, that song's pretty tight. Um, speaking of short albums, the album I'd like to do for next week is a shorter album. I will tell you, it's only seven tracks. All right? Okay. But I'd like to do it because this album... I just found out this week that this album's just been out 10 years. All right? It came out in 2009. Okay. <laughs> Go for it. All right. It's the first version, the EP version... Of Welcome to the Show by the Joker. <laughs> I listened to it this past week and I was fucking loving it, dude. I was. <laughs> what show do you think you're on right now? You were fucking loving it. I was. I really. I was. Yesterday, I was just listening to it like this shit is so fucking tight. He released a LP version that's like 
15 tracks or something where every other additional track is like singing and bullshit and like all of those suck. The EP version that was originally posted on Fago Lovers, which is where I discovered him, by the way, it was a free download of seven tracks and all seven tracks are tight. All, all right. seven tracks. So here's my dilemma. You told me, <laughs> you told me during our break that I could veto whatever your pick was if I wanted to. You had a backup. Yes. And you told me it was a rap album for one. Yes. I didn't have to worry about like it being mm-hmm. Boba Flex or something, something that I'm mm-hmm. not into. Yes. And then you mentioned here that it was only seven songs. Mm-hmm. And I thought, there's no way I'm going to veto this. <laughs> I know. This is why. There's I'm no gonna... <laughs> way I'm going to veto this. Like, if it's only seven songs, I'll just power through it, whatever it is, rap, like whatever. Right. And then you said that. And now I'm at this moral dilemma where I don't really want to get in the habit of vetoing anything. I know. This is why I brought but it up, though. I don't want to support that guy at all, even with a stream on YouTube. I hear you. I will tell you, even if you want to veto it, I'm okay. And you won't hurt my feelings. Like I said, I got a backup, but I, and I, I'm all for not like, not for putting him like on a pedestal. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to do that, but I, I truly do think that that first album, like he had a great thing going. And I think listening to it, you could kind of get a little bit of perspective as to why he, you know, was why I at least put did put him up on this pedestal just for it to become crumbling down. I think it would give you a little bit better perspective. Um, don't get me wrong. I think you could definitely find shit you don't like about it. But I think if you did check it out, you might appreciate a couple of the songs. And like I said, if I wouldn't have picked it if it wasn't just seven songs. Um, but I'm completely cool if you do want to just, just throw fucking it out. do it. You want to do it? We'll do it. <laughs> I don't want to do it, but we'll do it. All right. Cool. All right. All right. I'll hook you up with a copy so that that way you don't have to um, give him any uh, hits. All right. <laughs> you seem really down in the dumps about that. <laughs> I, just, I don't like him, bro. <laughs> uh, I know I don't you like don't. Him. It's all right. Have you ever listened to like his first album, like at all? Even like back ten years ago, I've probably heard bits and pieces of it from people showing me. Okay. but I, I don't know that. With I it only being sat s- down and listened to it, it'll be. A, I I envision it. He said, "What is the backup?" Brian said, uh, "I kind of. What if I want to use the backup for yeah, another just show? Save your backup. Don't. Okay. Don't. If you're don't tr- give it away. If you're truly down with doing it, I am too. We'll just do it. Yeah. All right. All right. I to me, it's kind of like I'm almost wasting it because I know you're gonna shit on it. But and I, to be quite honest, I don't want to spend. Like to your point, I don't want to spend a whole lot in order inordinate amount of time on the Joker next week, but I do want to just shine a Fine. little bit of a light on it and talk about it. Fine, we'll do it. We'll put it on wax. What we really think about that album. All right, all right. I'll uh, save the backup for next time. All right. But now th- that said, you don't have to feel bad about anything you give me. All right. I gave you Boba Flex, then Joker. <laughs> yeah, and Boondocks, bro. And Boondocks. Hair. <laughs> I'm trying, man. I'm trying to find something re- you'll like, you know. And by the way, I listened to that new Boondocks album a couple more times. It is pretty dope. You, I mean, you turn me into a Flipside fan, so it's not like this has all been for naught. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, all right, cool. All right, um, let's move on to. Want to do raise the bars? Let's do it, bro. All right, I got some good ones, bro. Hey yo. These words cut deep like scars. You're now tuned in to the motherfucking raise the bars. Boy. All right. I'm kind of excited for my quotes this week, bro. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Why? I had fun picking them this week. Did you? Mm-hmm. Good. Me too. I, I Like, I had more fun picking them this week than I have in weeks. Yeah? Yeah. Dope. Um, I think I got six again. That's week. okay. You can keep doing six. I, right. like, I like the extra bars, bro. <laughs> all right. If you want to, by the way, if you want to pick a six, feel free. I mean, we can do a dozen. Um, all right. So I was actually having so much fun picking them 
that yeah. I thought about doing a six. Yeah. I was like, no, I'm not going to like. <laughs> I'll usually just pick a bunch. Like pressure him to feel like he has to have six. Yeah, I feel you. But I, I did. I thought about that when I was like in the midst of doing Like I was like, I'm having fun picking these, bro. I'll usually pick a few and then like find another one that I like better than all my other ones. I'm like, okay, I'll delete that one maybe. But then I'll go back and read them. I'm like, okay, fuck it. I'll well, I was it. like, while I was picking my bars, like I just bought these new headphones that yeah. I showed him before the show. Um, these Bluetooth headphones and they're sweet as fuck. But um, so I was enjoying using those to listen to music. Yeah. And then um, my buddy Heisem, I was texting him back and forth. We're talking about music and he's like, he sends me songs to listen to on YouTube and shit all the time. And so him and I are always sharing stuff. And so I was like going through the stuff that he sent me picking out lyrics and then he was sending me quotes and like it was just like a good time. Like I spent like a couple hours just like sitting around bullshitting with him on the phone and listening to music and picking out bars and I just had a good time doing it. That's what's it. up. So like I like that. I'm looking forward to this raise the bar segment. Good. All right, man. We'll start with me then since I'll start and finish. Since All right. I got six. There you go. Obviously Jokers is our theme <laughs> this week, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even need to see two to see a common thread to know. A lot of jokers that are running in place, chasing the style. Be a lot going on but beneath the empty smile. Most cats in my area be loving a hysteria. Synthesized surface conceals the interior. Chasing the style. Be a lot going on beneath the empty smile. Most cats in my area be loving. Bro, I don't like this at all. Like and I don't I don't know that it's super terrible, but it's not good. Okay. There's nothing really likable. I don't think any of these lines are great. Sure. I think the scheme seems reachy. It seems like they're trying. Like hysteria conceals the interior area. Yeah. Like <laughs> Okay. You know, five. All right. This is a song called Thieves in the Night by a group called Black Star. This is Most Def in particular. Most Def is really good. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that I would have ever graded him a five. I'm surprised. I'm kind of surprised that you could find a set of bars <laughs> that I would give him a five on. I know. I thought actually you would like that. I thought it sounded kind of cool. I don't know what it seems like in context, but I, mean, I don't know. He's like, you could pick any four bars from him <laughs> and I don't think I could grade him a five ever again. Well, there you have it. So there you go. All right. Yo, word to the titles. So word to my idols and word to the goats. Uh, I ain't saying I like them. I'd kill all them niggas and wear them as coats. Uh oh, school's calling me. Hold on, let me take oh, this. Oh, that's a bad call to get. All right, so I'm gonna try to fill this airtime while he he does his Hello? little daddy thing, and I gotta talk super soft so that they don't hear me saying crazy stuff about the podcast while he's like getting told that his kids are getting suspended or something. Oh, cool. All right, what school was canceled? Yeah, they're saying school's canceled. Tomorrow. Okay, cool. I want to make sure your kids weren't getting yeah, suspended or no, no. Wait, oh god, that's not a good call. All right, so let's start right. over. Sorry. Your word to the title, so word to my idols, and word to the goats. Uh, I ain't saying I like them. I kill all them niggas and wear them as coats. Uh, word to the feelings I channel. I lose them as quick as a fucking remote. Uh, don't be calling me woke. No, I cheat on my queen for a hoe. That's how shit go. It's a hell of a ringtone. <laughs> Scott said that's hell. That's a, actually earthbound music, believe it or not. <laughs> uh, uh, anyways, um, this seems pretty dope. Um, I, I did, I'm sure I didn't do it justice. Your word to the title, so word to my idols and word to the goats. Uh, I ain't saying I like them. I kill all the niggas and wear them as coats. Uh. I like that. Those two lines are pretty tight. Kill them. Kill them. Kill all them N-words and wear them as coats. <laughs> 
Uh, me saying it like that seems so racist. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. It's a quote, bro. You didn't say this. <laughs> I kill all them the inwards. guy that said this was black. <laughs> I kill all them inwards and wear them as coats. Uh. Anyways, um, word to the feelings I channel. I lose them as quick as a fucking remote. Don't be calling me woke. No, I cheat on my queen for a hoe. That's how shit go. This is cool. Uh, in context, I think it's probably better than I think it is. But just reading it myself, I don't it's not like inspired or anything by me. It seems pretty generic. Seems like it flows decently, but, but, um, I don't know. I can't, I can't, I don't feel it inside. Like it's more than a six and a half. Whoa, bro. As soon as I heard this, I was like, that's a fucking 10, bro. That's a perfect. Four wow. Bars. Really? So I heard this. You, and the, you rap it. Look, look, look. So I heard this and I got to, I cheat on my queen for a hoe. And I just thought that was the coldest shit to say. And that's where I started with this. I was like, oh, I want to use that for raise the bars. I heard that. I was like, that is just some cold shit to say. And then when I pulled it up, I started looking at the lyrics and I was like, that's the one that grabbed my attention. It's the worst of the four. Oh, okay. Yo, word to the title. So word to my idols and word to the goats. Uh, I ain't saying I like them. I kill all them niggas and wear them as coats. Uh, word to the feelings I channel. I lose them as quick as a fucking remote. Uh, don't be calling me woke. No, I cheat on my queen for a hoe. That's how shit go. I heard this shit and I was just fucking. First of all, word to the titles, word to my idols and word to the goats. I ain't saying I like them. I kill all them niggas and wear them as coats. Talk about the goats. The greatest ever. I'll kill them and wear them as coats. That is like the coldest shit ever. That's ice And then word to the feelings I channel. I lose them as quick as the fucking remote channel remote mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh and then he hit, then he came back with that line that i just really like well i'll cheat on my queen for a hoe that's how shit go and i was like damn who is this that is like the illest four bars ever who is i it? was jealous who is it that's boogie oh okay shout out to boogie. boogie i heard that and i was like that's a 10 bro <laughs> and that's from uh, right. rainy days the one with eminem that's the first four bars of his first verse and when you were playing earlier, I made it a point to really, really talk over it so you wouldn't hear the lyrics. And okay, know it when I how, how dare him say he uh, word to the goats and then say he'd wear him as coats when he's literally rapping with the goat and he had a better verse than the goat. Yeah, fucking right, he did. That shit is a perfect ten, bro. To me, all right. I mean, that's cool. That's, I saw that and I was like, "Whoa, this I, is really written written well." I think that's a testament to probably what I'll feel about the real song. So fair. <laughs> Now I applaud anybody who attempts to stop because people can't even imagine an event to top what I'm a bring the bada bing the bada bing the kind of thing that with every syllable given I'm going to make them want to pretend to pop. All right. So it's a A A B A rhyme scheme. So I should redo this. Now I applaud anybody who attempts to stop because people can't even imagine an event to top what I'm going to bring, the bada bing, the kind of thing that with every syllable given, I'm going to make them want to pretend to pop. That would. Okay, never mind. <laughs> um, uh, that last, the last bar is more of like a, like a speed wrapped, I will say. Just the only. With every syllable given, I'm going to make them want to pretend to pop. Yeah, something like that. It's all right. Um, applaud anybody who attempts to stop because people can't even imagine an event to top. I'm bring the bada bing, the kind of thing that whatever you said, we giving them and make them want to pretend to pop. It's all right. Um, six. Okay. It's fine. I don't dislike it. It's just not great. Better than most death, huh? 
I guess. I mean, I, I, again, I don't feel like my rating was representative of his catalog. Okay. That was just those four bars. This is a song called I Don't Fit In by the Joker. <laughs> As you can see, I really raved about it, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. All right. It's fine. Is that not exactly what I told you about how I felt about his yeah. rapping prior to now? He's fine. You're already, I mean, you can rap. Yeah. I mean, that, that particular... It's, I mean, he's That's exactly what I've told He's you. rapping in like his Joker voice. Then he's like, what I'm going to bring, the bada bing, the kind of thing that with every syllable make him want to pretend to pop. You know, it's like a, you know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. Fair enough. Um, oh, yeah. We already did this one. Gangland in attendance. The stick extended. I was looking like a bum in the slum, but I fixed the image. Piecing up on crumbs for the skipper. Them niggas giggled. They was tickled. Feds in my lane. Yeah, I'm a... Yeah, I'm in a pickle, finna wiggle. That shit is pretty fucking trash. What? Oh. Go ahead. I'm not, I'm not going to say nothing, bro. <laughs> Gang land in attendance. The stick is extended. I was looking like a bum in the slum, but I fixed the image. Piecing up on crumbs for the skipper. The niggas giggled. They was tickled. Feds in my lane. Yeah, I'm in a pickle, finna wiggle. I don't know. That shit. <laughs> Shit's pretty trash. I'll give this a 3.2. Bro, that's, I find it crazy. Even if you didn't like anything that they were saying, you can see that scheme no. with the internal rhymes and all no. that and be like three. I mean, they're saying nothing. And they, they are saying saying nothing. And it's all gibberish. And I mean, it's not. They, they giggled. They was tickled. Come on, man. That shit is garbage. That's some fucking pedestrian Feds in my shit. lane. Yeah, I'm in a pickle. Gonna wiggle. Yeah. That's, like get out the pickle. I get it. Like that shit is. Woo. That shit is really bad. I'm really like bad. a bum in the slum, but I fixed the image. Like whoever this tripping, is bro. should stop rapping. This is Mozzie, and I've been bumping Mozzie's Gangland. Uh, it's Gangland Landlord uh, mixtape, and this shit is super fucking tight. And I really like this. Whatever, man. I thought that was great. I think it's trash, Mozzie. I'll never listen to Mozzie. Is sweet as fuck. I'm like just getting hip to Mozzie now, but I'm really liking it. Yo, yo, Kanye, get his head rocked. With a headshot, if he if he jump on stage, put him in a headlock, and I'm yoking a joker and choking a swine. Fuck a Confederate flag clothing line. All right, so Kanye get his head rocked with a headshot. If he jump on stage, put him in a headlock, and I'm yoking the joker and choking the swine. Fuck a Confederate flag clothing line. I like to fuck a Confederate flag clothing line just because that's how I feel. Mm. Other than that, I don't think any of this is really good. They're just talking shit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Five. Okay. This is R.A. the Rugged Man. Um, He's better than five. This, this is, this a, is a five. For what it's worth, this isn't him literally rapping on um, Taylor Swift's Look What You Made Me Do. Beat. <laughs> so okay. and he's he's trying to pull a stereo star and uh rap on a pop beat. You know I I'm dig saying? it. I dig it. Like I said, so, I like the style, but that's probably why he 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 worked with what he had. You know, what I mean, I'm I wouldn't hold that against him. <laughs> like I said, like there's nothing really. It's fine. You yeah, know, this is fine. <laughs> I get it. All right. Here's a bunch of y'all rapping, fronting like y'all capping, throwing money around and stunting in y'all captions. Said he was set to kill, really just false acting. You call it you call it a record deal, I call it Uncle Tom's cabin. That's just tight. This is the tightest one so far. Let me wrap it one more time. Here's a bunch of y'all rapping, fronting like y'all capping, throwing money around and stunting in y'all captions. Said he was set to kill, really just false acting. You call it a record deal, I call it Uncle Tom's cabin. Is that close? It's pretty close. All right. <laughs> Not, this is tight. I would give this uh, just because it's like, oh, uh, you can tell it's like hitting. 
like I love that shit. So, um, this is more my style personally. So I will give this a eight. That is a good grade. Um, this is Locksmith, who was a rapper that I am not familiar with, but my uh, boss at work, he's a hip hop head, and he um, sent this to me the other day. And it was Locksmith freestyling on Shady Forty Five for like oh, ten cool. minutes straight. And he goes and here's a bunch of y'all rapping, fronting like y'all capping, throwing money around, and stunting in y'all captions. Said he was set to kill, really just false acting. You call it a record deal, I call it Uncle Tom's Cabin. He got a bunch of quotables in this, but I yeah, love that tight. Uncle Tom's Cabin line. That, is that shit is super cold. What uh, is Uncle Tom's Cabin? What is that? Uh, it's a book where the the term Uncle Tom came from. It's from oh, the book Uncle Tom's Uncle Cabin. Uncle Tom is like an old black guy, right? Like what's the... Isn't there a racial undertone yeah, there? there is. I haven't like read you're, it. You're being an Uncle Tom. Isn't I haven't that, read it. Oh, is Uncle Tom somebody who's like an old black guy or somebody who's black that likes white people or something? It's, it's, it's a something black like guy that. that's pretending to be white. Yeah, something like <laughs> that. Um, Some shit like that. Okay, I got you. That's cool. He's got a bunch of... He got a quotable in here that I almost use this one too. He says something about... Uh, um. I hate that guy, but I respect his ghostwriter. You know what I'm saying? Like Man. he's got bars. Like he just be spit spazzing like this whole time saying crazy shit. Okay. But I, I've never heard of this dude. He was sweet though. Okay. He, he had 10 minutes of him just spazzing. Yeah. That's what's up. All right. All right. Shout out to my guy, TJ that sent me that shout out TJ. Back in the old days. I'm the one that's chosen thug from the nineties. I'm cryogenically frozen. Avenger. But yet I beat a Joker and a Riddler with the mindset that switched like Harvey, Harvey Dencher's dent. Yeah, I, I, I know. I tried to. I didn't quite know how to work. It's around a Harvey that. Dent line, but like that's odd. And back in the old days, I'm the one that's chosen thug from the '90s. I'm cryogenically frozen Avenger. But yet I beat a Joker and a Riddler. This is not good, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Three. Okay. This is whoever the fuck Denzel Curry is. Denzel Curry is sweet as fuck, bro. <laughs> it's a song called N64. This song actually looks tight. It's a bunch of 90s references and shit, but this, I had to find the one with the Joker, and this was the best four I could make out of that. Sorry. The song itself actually looks way tighter than this, so. <laughs> Denzel Curry, I saw him at Bonnaroo, and he was, I didn't even know who he was, and I saw him, and I was like, this is so good. Oh, I think you did talk about him. Like, I was like amazed by him. I knew he seemed familiar. And like, um, since then, I've gotten a little hip, and he's cool. I like him a lot, but I I did not like this at all. For what it's worth, the next like few bars that come after that line like complement that nicely. You know, I okay. just I just couldn't fit them. Fair enough. Didn't yeah. like it. Yeah, that was a, that was a bad choice. But I, I had, do like Denzel Curry. I had him work the Joker in there. Sorry, can only do so much. You know. All right. Believe in one, heaven or hell, and dead bodies leave a hell of a smell, and we ain't letting them yell. Tie his mouth shut, hit the house up, cover the trail, like fuck what you sell, my magazine double XL. Okay, this is cool. Believe in one, heaven or hell, and dead bodies leave a hell of a smell, and we ain't letting them yell. Tie his mouth shut, hit the house up, cover the trail, like fuck what you sell, my magazine double XL. Hmm, I like it. It's cool. I like the, it's fun to, it's fun to say, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't quite know what he's saying though. Believe in one heaven or hell, and dead bodies leave a hell of a smell, and we ain't letting them yell. Tie his mouth shut, hit the house up, cover the trail. Fuck what you sell, my magazine double XL. Talking about like all of this is just talking about fucking somebody up. Yeah. 
Um, I don't know. I, like, we ain't letting him yell, so we tie his mouth up. Yeah, I got all no, that. We hit the house up and cover our trail. Fuck what you sell, my magazine, like a gun magazine. Oh, play off I didn't catch that. Magazine double XL. Mm, that makes sense. I do like that. That makes me like that more. That's why I chose a quote. Um, that's pretty cool. I'll give this a seven. I don't love it, but That's it's fair. pretty dope. That's fair. I chose it because of the magazine double XL. I heard that. And I was like, oh, that is tight. That was hard. Yeah. Other than that, it's just fine. Like, it's cool. Um, I think seven's fair. This is Don Q from his joiner or not joiner Lucas, but Tory Lane's this. Okay. It's the song is called I'm not joiner. Oh, and it's really tight. But the whole time he's like, I'm not joiner. Like he's going to get him like joiner didn't get you, but I'll get you except for it's not as good as anything joiner did. It's really tight, but it's, yeah. joiners were all better. <laughs> See how you can be like, I'm not joiner. Yeah. Like, you didn't. Yeah, you're not joiner, bro. People love talking you're shit, man. You're not joiner, bro. All right. There's a joker on the loose from the psychiatric ward. His face is up on the bulletin board with a reward. He'll stab you with a sword. Don't be fooled by his charm. He's probably armed with an intent to do bodily harm. Bulletin board with a reward. He'll stab you with a sword. Don't be fooled by his charm. He's probably armed with an intent. This is. I'm not into any of these, bro. Give it a six. All right. This is Eminem. Not great. It sounds like. uh, It's funny that you say it's Eminem because I don't think it's this, but it reminded me of on Infinite. He had that song where it was like the backstabber or Mm -hmm. whatever. That's what it reminded me of. But well, why did it remind you of that? Because stab you with a sword. Don't be. It's just like kind okay. of a doof. You've heard that song, haven't you? No, I haven't. You've never listened to Infinite? Mm-mm, I haven't. Oh, it's just Eminem like telling a story about like a crazy killer or whatever. Okay. That is the song. Is it? Yeah. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. I haven't heard it in years and years and years. <laughs> yeah, it actually is. Oh, yeah. Um, I wasn't like a big fan <laughs> of Infinite. So like it doesn't surprise me that I wasn't real thrilled by this. Yeah. It's funny that like I, I just said Eminem who has hundreds of songs and you really picked out the exact song it was good job well, like I said I haven't listened to it in a long time and I wasn't a big fan but of that it, also so explains why you gave it not yeah. a great grade it's literally his you know freshman album yeah. you know what's well, before that Oops. it's not even his freshman album yeah. he wasn't even high school yet yeah <laughs> yeah that's true um, alright here we go oh I like it long lines alright I see some N-bombs in here here we go y'all ready for some N-bombs here we go y'all ready niggas <laughs> <laughs> Next, all right, go ahead. All right, here we go. Never mind. All right, it won't be for clout. It won't be for fame. It won't be because my shit ain't selling the same. It won't be to sell you my latest little sneakers. It won't be because some some nigga slid in my lane. Everything grows. It's destined to change. I love you, little niggas. I'm glad that you came. I hope that you scrape every dollar you can. I hope you know money won't erase the pain. <laughs> I wrapped it like it was a fucking like uh, nursery rhyme. You are. You weren't totally off, but you kind of butchered the last line. Okay, the last line sounds better than you made it sound. I right hope there. that you scrape every dollar you can. I hope Pain. that you. I hope Pain. that you. Okay, I hope that Make you it. scrape every dollar you can, and hope that no money won't erase the pain. Is it like that? No, nah, like. <laughs> I hope that you. I want to like give you the cadence you really bad. I hope that you know money won't erase the pain. Some shit like that. See, I couldn't decide if this was four bars or eight bars, but I have to believe it's four bars. Okay. All right. Let me I know re- it's long, but I have to believe this is four right, bars. I'm going to wrap it one more time, then grade it. Here we go. It won't be for clout. It won't be for fame. It won't be because my shit ain't selling the same. It won't be to sell you my latest little sneakers. It won't be because some n- nigga slid in my lane. Everything grows. It's destined to change. I love you, little niggas. I'm glad that you came. I hope that you scrape every dollar you came and hope that you know money won't erase the pain. All right. Does that seem like four or does that seem like eight? I don't. It's probably eight, but 
I mean, depending on how fast it's wrapped, I guess. I, I don't know. Who cares? Regardless, okay. it's pretty dope. I mean, it's all right. I don't really understand what they're saying. I'm pretty dense, though, so uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's all right. It's fine. I'll give it a six. It's, it's all right. Um, this is J. Cole from Middle Child. Okay. But... About what I think you're missing. You're missing a piece of context here because prior, like the line before this, he's talking about um, how people are trying to force him into situations to diss other rappers. And he's like, it won't be for clout. It won't be for fame. It won't be because my shit ain't selling the same. It won't be to sell you my latest little sneakers. It won't be because some nigga slid in my lane. Everything grows. It's destined to change. I love you, little niggas. I'm glad that you came. I hope that you scrape every dollar you came. Hope you know money won't erase the pain. The reason I chose it was the last line. Because obviously we discussed the song. It's about him being caught between those two generations. So he's talking about his experience and then he's passing on this knowledge to the younger generation. Yeah. Everything grows. It's destined to change. I'm glad that you came. I hope that you scrape every dollar you came. I hope you know money won't erase the pain. That was my favorite part of that. Okay. Because I think people often think that. Yeah. I think people often think that money's going to solve all their problems. And then a lot of rich people you often see that is clearly not the case. I mean, he's saying some real shit, but... I mean, he's I, I, when it, when people like and it's obviously a shot at Kanye or is it? yeah Kanye in there. This shit is just it won't be to sell you my latest little sneakers. Kanye's uh, saying all this crazy shit and magically he has a new sneaker line. Um, I mean it's it's okay. It's just I mean it's just a little self righteous if you ask me. He's fucking you know sucking his own dick a little bit. I don't know. Like how? Just talking about how he's like. He didn't say anything about himself other than I'm just not going to diss people just because you want me to. Okay. I mean, it seems like he's like just, it, it's the lead up or part of a bigger plot of him just talking about how like cool he is and how he's changing and shaking shit up and shit. Like I get what he's going for, but um, like I said, just it's comes off a little self-righteous. Be a little humble about it. You know, I don't know what's braggy about this. I mean, you're absolutely um, free to interpret this how, how you may. I'm not telling you how to interpret it, but I just don't know how you could possibly get that from this. Um, and there are things that he says where you could get that. I just don't know if it applies here. Um, like I mean, he's he's literally telling people like, I hope that you scrape every dollar you can. I hope you know money won't erase the pain. Like, I mean, he's telling them like like he's a grown. I'm a grown man telling you how it is. Like, this is real life, son. Like, hey, you scrape your dollars. And I, that All the money in the world won't erase your pain. Like, that's like I the sentiment. You, be, you know what I mean? Like, I think you may be perceiving that in a different way than it's yeah, I, intended, which you could only, you, that's not by any means your fault when you're reading bars. But sure. um, I think he, I think it's advice. Like, just save all your, like, get all the money out of this game that you can before your time's up and know that the money is not going to, make you happy always okay. i think that's just like advice to the younger rappers yeah. but again you without it's, context you wouldn't and it's not a knock necessarily to be quite honest uh, i'm gonna defend this shit bro i no, love that's fine. i'm not trying to like knock on him no, but but no number one we've established that he's not my shit i don't care care about him but i, he's I fucking great bro just I, admit it i don't like shit that where they're like i self-righteous is the only way i can like say it where sure like ice cube and shit he's talking about how he's the father of the game he's but he's he is, you know what I mean? Like he's talking all that shit, but like J. Cole, I don't think he's like achieved the kind of status that warrants him being able to like kind of talk I don't down think to you're people. Hip enough. I for one, I don't think he's really talking down to people. But 
Or two, I think you're really, really out of touch with J. Cole because he's one of the biggest rappers in the world. He's like, but literally, he like put but, out album with no features and was like the first one in 20 years to go platinum with no features. That's he's fine like, and all, all this crazy shit. But you just said, whatever the fuck you just said, uh, contradicts the line where he says, it won't be selling my lace little sneakers. You know, he's trying to like, he's talking shit and throwing shade at. Uh, that's a direct diss. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. Um, but he's been throwing shade at Kanye for a while. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just think he's like, he thinks his shit don't stink. Just judging by like some of the bars I've seen and like read about him. I mean, he, he, I don't get me wrong. I, I could be completely missing him, but your take on Cole, like we've already discussed this, but your take on Cole is crazy to me. Cause yeah. like, I feel like you're constantly just not nothing. I've ever seen him. Nothing I've ever seen or heard from him has like struck me in, in, as anything other than normal ass shit. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> The rapper's persona. Um, all right. Cole is so not your typical rapper. I'm so like, he's the exception of the rule. All right, go ahead. Uh, if you listen too long when I'm ripping you gone, uh, excuse me, I burped. If you listen too long when I'm ripping you gone, I'll slide across the board and snatch you up like bishops do pawns. I'm mixed the oxymoronic cutting grains with meat cleavers. I sting bees and breed trees that eat beavers. Ugh. Bro, I got through these first two bars and I really liked that. And then the rest of it was awful. <laughs> Cutting greens with meat cleavers. I sting bees and breed trees that eat beavers. Well, it says I'm Mr. Oxymoronic. And then I got it. Gives you a couple oxymorons. <laughs> I don't like those last two at all. <laughs> that is so bad to me. All right. The first two are cold, though. I'll slide across the board and snatch you up like bishops do pawns. That shit is sweet. <sighs> Six. Okay. This is a song called Here I Am by the Joker. <laughs> there you go. Six again. <laughs> oh, it's pretty consistent, man. Uh, <laughs> he had you, you gave me eight bars and he had one bar I liked. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. so far. <laughs> For what it's worth, both of those songs are on uh, Welcome to the Show, his first album, which are a so, couple of the tightest songs he's ever done, if you ask me. But I gave you my opinion on the Joker. I tell you, yeah, <laughs> he's all right. Like, he's he can rap like he's fine. Yeah. And then you gave me two anonymous quotes and both times. Yeah. My grade was exactly the same, which was exactly what I said. Yeah, that was good. All right, I think we did all these, man. We're done. That was raise the bars. All right. I slipped two Joker quotes in there. You like it? <laughs> Don't uh, worry. I was not impressed by any of your bars this week. Yeah, no, sorry. Not, not great. I, I thought a couple of them were, you know, you. I thought you would receive them a little better than you did, but that's okay. I, I, if I was you, I would have felt confident giving me anything for most deaf. Yeah. So... Yeah, that's what I thought. It's not like, a great quote, I guess, but like <laughs> I think you were also scared, like you thought I had something on my sleeve. No. You know. I thought they were all gonna have Joker like somewhere in it. I yeah. didn't think you were actually gonna give me the Joker. So I wasn't like <laughs> concerned about that. Okay. But um I, was, I just remembered a um a racing game that I wanted to add to my list. Ah, I got a um I got I my list. We did that. That's such a good list, bro. I got my list ready, but um I didn't number them because I'm not quite sure how to number them. I got some cool ones, though. I got mine all set. I will say, everybody, we need to 
give this man his just due because we went through a long time. We were struggling coming up with top five lists. <laughs> They're just kind of throwing stuff together. Yeah. And I haven't come up with anything in a while. He's been coming up with killer ideas for lists. So I applaud you. Thanks, buddy. Like Appreciate you've done, it. You've, you've, not only have you taken the load there because I haven't come up with anything, <laughs> but you have come up with great ideas for lists. Well, good. I'm I glad. really enjoyed them. I'm glad. Thank so, you. I just want to draw attention to that. Really good job picking the lists. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, nothing crazy. I just I had a couple I had in mind. I was like, oh, let's try that. You know, oh, I like the podcasts. I like the YouTube channels. I like the racing game. Like mm-hmm. you just had a bunch of them. You've been on a roll here. And we already got one potentially for next week. Unless we think of something better. You know, we're ready to roll. What was that? Um, I sent you two in that. I said racing games or this thing. I don't know if you want to talk about it. I don't even remember what it was. I just saw racing games. I was like, that's a great idea. <laughs> um, all right. I think I'm going to put this one as a, I'm going to change my list around and leave this one as an honorable mention and put this one on the list because they're kind of similar. Um, all right. Boom, boom. All right. My list is ready. My list is ready. All right. I will you have t- honorable mentions. Um, yes, I have an honorable mention. I will tell you um, that when I was making my list, I, I realized like, I had a hard time thinking of any games that weren't on the Nintendo 64. <laughs> like all, almost all of mine were. And that, so that's, I had to switch mine up a little bit. Um, to so be I, fair, I've got two on the Nintendo 64. No, they're probably the same as mine. All right. So um, um, you can go ahead with your uh, honorable mention if you got one. All right. So my honorable mentions, first of all, I'm going to um, name Mario Kart Double Dash. Okay. Because that is probably the Mario Kart I spent the most time with. Okay. I love Mario Kart Double Dash. It's probably my favorite. Okay. I never uh, played that one, I don't think. That, uh, I love Mario Kart, and that's one of the... I never had a GameCube well, until, I had a GameCube, like, and I had a bunch of friends that used to come yeah. over, like, once a week, and we play this. So I okay. played a lot of this. So gotcha. I really like this one. Okay. Um, and then I also have Need for Speed Most Wanted on Xbox 360. I sank a lot of time into that game, and it was a lot of fun. Need for Speed Most Wanted? Yeah. I never played any of the Need for Speeds. Oh, yeah. You're tripping, bro. Not all of them are good. I yeah. haven't played a racing game in a long time that I liked. Yeah. I think like ever since we got into like the online age, racing has taken a hard turn into like everything's online. Yeah. And that's not fun for me at all. I don't like that. Yeah, this game looks pretty tight. Like, this came out like PS2 era. I'm right? not uh, no, that's the most wanted is from 360. Oh, um, okay. But I don't it actually might have been on both. Mm-hmm. Might have been on like PS2 Generation 2. I'm not okay. sure. I played it on 360. But um, yeah, like we're racing games being like so online heavy and a lot of them are online only and things like that. Like I really am not very good at racing games. Like I like them. Yeah. But I'm not very good at them. Okay. And um, being online with like a bunch of the tryhards and stuff, like I'm just not at all interested in that. I've bought a few different Need for Speed games like on my PS4 trying to find another one that can like recapture like what I liked about and they're all online and I just don't like it at all. Yeah. I feel not it. into it. Okay. Um, I, my honorable mention is going to be oh man <sighs> this is this is tough. This would probably be higher on my list if I had put more time into it, but I remember playing it, like I rented it a few times and I really enjoyed it, but honorable mention goes to um, Diddy Kong Racing. Oh, it's a good one. It, I just got bumped off on my top five. Like it's so good that even though I didn't even own it until I became an adult, um, just the few times I played it when I was a kid, I really, really, really we've, enjoyed it. We've spoken about this in the podcast before, but um, I mean, it's, I've been vocal about my opinion that I feel like this game has not gotten it to just do because mm-hmm. Mario Kart outshined it and Mario Kart is better. 
Yes. But this is great. This is like a great, like spiritual successor to Mario Kart 64. You know, it's so good. It is. It's a great game. Um, it was lots of fun. And you could do like little hover boats yep. and the planes that, and which I thought was like kind of groundbreaking. It was the first game that I know of where you could race, uh, you could pick a boat car or plane and you all could race on the same track regardless which I thought was yeah. super innovative. There was like on this track, it might be better to use the plane because you can go take this shortcut and like there's all kinds of little yeah. Easter eggs and cool shit like that. And I love that kind of stuff, which I, I have a lot of memories of similar things like that with 64 era games. And um, Diddy Kong Racing did a great job of that. It's so a great fucking game. That's my honorable mention. The other one I had is honorable mention. This easily could have also been number five. Um, I'm going to give this one to um, Micro Machines. <laughs> Did you ever play that for like the... No, I had a massive collection of micro machines as a child. Did I didn't you? know they had video games. Dude, it's sweet. Like, I had like all the little sets, yeah. like little like location sets, and then I had all the little micro machine cars. I loved that shit when I was a kid. Yeah, look, the, this was the on the original like um, SNES right here. Um, you could be like boats, you could be cars, but you were always racing on like a tiny miniature version. Like this is in the tub, you know what I mean? Um, there's like this one, you're, this one you're on a desk and the the road is literally drawn on with chalk. You know, super like creative. There's like ramps that were made out of rulers and all kinds this of is tight. all kinds of cool little mini games. Like these cars, you could kill people by stabbing them with your. Shit, it was super dope. It was very fun, replayable. But you, I would race against my brother. You know, it was, it was a lot of fun. That sounds fun. That so, looks cool. I like that. As, as for racing games go, it was great. It was very, very well done. Yeah, I like that shit. Um, anyways, uh, you could be like little, you could pick your little character and shit. Look, oh, this one's on a kitchen table. Your the track is made out of Cheerios. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. There's like um, milk spilled. <laughs> um, what's I hope your? It's milk. I hope it's milk. Yes. Um, what's your number five? All right. <laughs> My number five is Diddy Kong Racing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Which we just spoke about. So yeah. there's not a whole lot to add here, but that game's fucking great. It is. And it um, never got it to just do because of Mario Kart. But yeah. it is it is much closer to Mario Kart quality mm -hmm. than people would lead you to believe. Yeah. I, I think this came out toward the end of the N64's life, like within the last year, I'd say. Um, so I think it kind of got overshadowed because PlayStation was coming up and shit. Like this it, shit was awesome. But bro. yeah, this game was very, very sweet. <laughs> I really like this game. I think this game still holds up too. I mean, even looking at it right here, I would play yeah. this right now. Hell yeah. You know, very dope. I'm in. All right. My number five, um, I had a hard time choosing between this and uh, Micro Machines, to be honest, but I want to put a couple more old school games on there. So I chose Rock and Roll Racing. I don't know what this is. Um, it was for the Genesis, I believe. Hold on. I think that's where we played it, at least. Back in the day, there was they would come out with the, the same title game for both systems, but they would be wildly different games. Different games. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure... <laughs> I don't know if there was one on the uh, Super Nintendo, but the one on the Sega is the one... <sighs> this is it. This is the one I played. What was sweet is this had like a chiptune, like metal soundtrack. They were like Black Sabbath songs and shit. This does not sound like metal. I know. Anyways, <laughs> it looks like it could be fun though. Um, but it was cool. I had like a little announcer and shit. But um, you you raced around on the track. You could like upgrade your car, and uh, they were like little in between stages. I don't know. It was super fun. I remember we rented this game several times. I never owned it, but it was a very tight game. I liked it a lot. Oh yeah. And my dad would actually play it with us because he was like a metal guy. Oh look at this track. Launches himself. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> check out Rock and Roll Racing. It's pretty dope. That, that looks like a good time, though. Yeah, it is. 
All right. What's your number uh, four? Just by the way, I just thought about this now. Mm-hmm. So it's a little late for my honorable mentions, but Ridge Racer on the PlayStation was tight as fuck. I never played that. It was tight. Let's my number four. Oh, well, I was just going to check out the SNES. We'll make sure it wasn't any different. This might even be the same exact video. I think so. Yeah, it's like the same shit, bro. Oh, wow. All right. Um, my number four is going to be San Francisco Rush on the N64. That's a great one. That shit was so fun, bro. Yeah. That shit was Me and my so brother good. played the fuck out of this. This shit was a good time, bro. God damn, this game was tight. Did this require an expansion pack? I don't remember. I don't think so. The second one may have. This shit was so fun, though. It was a very tight game. Yeah. The tracks were super long. Like, there was the time, all, the because physics were Because it was San Francisco, it was like, there were all these things where, like, you'd be going down hills and you'd be, like, flying through the air to, like, come back down. And then you'd go flying through the air again and shit. This game that was shit cool. was so fun. This game was cool because it had a lot of Easter eggs and shit, too. Um, whoops. Uh, very tight game. Yeah, I played, me, me and my brother played the fuck out of this game. We actually did own this one. That shit was a blast. Hell yeah. Good choice. That's your number four? Yes. That's that's an honorable mention for me too. Okay. What's uh, your number four? My number four is Road Rash. Road Rash is great, bro. Yeah. I didn't even think about Road Rash beating up bikers with yeah. chains and shit. Yeah, I uh, had a good time with Road Rash. There we as go. Young. Um, I have I have nostalgia for this game because um, before we had a Sega Genesis, we had a Super Nintendo, but my uncle Terry and my aunt Lisa. They didn't have kids at the time and they would like take us like overnight sometimes while my parents went out or whatever. Right. So, but Terry had a Sega Genesis and he had this fucking game and we played the fuck out of it all night long. So I got nostalgia for it for that reason, but thanks Terry. It's a, it was such a fun game. I mean, you, what other game can you be on a motorcycle? And it's a legit racing game. Very fun. Very like, um, old school type racing, you know, but, um, you can punch people. You can get a billy club. You can get yeah. a fucking chain and hit yeah. people with it. As the levels ah. went on, you can get cooler weapons and shit. Yeah, shit was tight. I remember playing it all night long. It was a great time. I had fun with this, too. And then they came out with Road Rash 2, which was the same game, just a little better. You know what yeah. I mean? That was great. Yeah. No, I, I, I know during the PlayStation era, they could try to like redo it. I never played the, no, uh, I didn't either. the new versions, though. But I think I might have actually played the PlayStation. I don't remember. Yeah. I was a kid. It was one of these old ones. I don't know. Yeah. But I remember I loved Road Rash. It was fun. <laughs> that was my number four. I liked the music too <laughs> all right go ahead all right let's see what i got here your number three for number tray it's a playstation 2 game called gran turismo a spec okay and this shit i played a lot of i actually yes. recently got this for two dollars at goodwill okay so i can replay it now um <laughs> but this shit just had like a billion fucking cars to unlock and like so this was gran turismo 3 yeah, Tr- Gran Turismo 3 A-Spec. Okay. Is there a diff- difference between the non-A-Spec version? I have no idea. I know I had the A-Spec Okay. Version. That's what I know. Uh, yeah, th- I mean, uh, these graphics are pretty awesome for the time. At the time, it was like, oh my god, this shit looks like real life. Yeah. But um, there were like just tons and tons of tracks. There were tons of um, like cars to unlock. You could customize them and shit. But there was like all these like endurance races that would take you like hours to complete and yeah. like huge pots and then you could buy like tons of fucking cars and shit it was so much fun i love this game tight i um this game was uh, at the time like pretty groundbreaking like all the gran turismos were for being like super hyper realistic and shit mm-hmm. um i personally never got into them because i almost felt like 
it was just too much work to play them. Like you actually have to know how to drift and shit. Like I like games where like you can just fucking pick it up, pick up a controller and right, play it. Sure. And I'm not going to slide around everywhere, you know? So these never really appealed to me. I think this is the only one I ever played. Really? I don't think I've ever played another Gran Turismo game. I mean, it looks super tight right now, but, but that, I loved it. That's the same reason I never got into the Forzas and shit too. There's, I want to like them so bad, but I played like Forza too. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's, I have five um, on. Um, it came with my uh, Xbox One. I have five. I had like I think it was four or two on the Xbox 360. I like played that one day, just like looking for something to play. And I remember it being insanely hard. Yeah. But I also remember it being really good for something so hard. I remember <laughs> yeah. that. I would. I, I need to give that the time of day because I think I would really like it. But yeah, this game looks pretty cool. I'll never play it. But. <laughs> I mean, now like there's no reason to really go back right. to it. There's, Technology's advanced, but it was great at the time. Okay. My number three um, is another 64 game called Beetle Adventure Racing. <laughs> Never even heard of this. It's super fun. I mean, it's goofy. Um, but you it's all you the only car you could be is a beetle. Real Volkswagen Beetle. That's fucking ridiculous. I think it was an ad for Beetle. You know? This is ridiculous, bro. Um, it was at the time, it came out around the time where like the new Beetle had just like come out, you know what I mean? So they were capitalizing on that. But the physics on it, the reason I like it, it seems so like niche, you know what I mean? But at the time it was first of all, the graphics were pretty dope. Like this was like Grand Turismo graphics for this for these this time, but the physics the physics were super cool. It had a lot of little like neat levels and shortcuts and ramps, and it was just genuinely fun to play. I remember having a whole lot of fun playing it, and I I really want to go back and play it again because bro, like I'm like had a certain charm that that Beetle Adventure Racing is higher up on your list than like fucking Diddy Kong Racing. I know. I mean, get the fuck out of here, bro. It just had a lot of charm that I I don't care about Beetles at all, but the racing in this game is legit. Like, look, he just took a little shortcut to a dock that had a ramp that takes you like all. I mean, has like little power ups, all kinds of crazy shit, but. Um, it, was, it really is an adventure. Didn't even know this existed. <laughs> it's a fun game, man. All right. What's, I, I own it for the 64, too. That's my number three. What's your number two? All right. So now we're getting down to the nitty gritty, and my one and two are hard for me to pick first and second. Okay. But for number two, we've got Need for Speed Underground 2. Okay. Now, Need for Speed Underground 1 Never was awesome. Them. Need for Speed Underground 2 was exactly the same, except for more awesome. Okay. So that's why I didn't mention Ooh, the first one tight. at all, is because the second one is essentially like the same shit. This was like it's a 360 game? Uh, this was a PS2 game. Really? Yeah. No, what, this looks better than this the graphics might, this for might be, this Gran might Turismo. Be, this might be like uh, touched up, or it might have been later in the life cycle. Mm. But um, yeah, it was a PS2. I had it on PS2. Maybe I had it on GameCube. Might have I don't it on know. GameCube. This shit looks incredible, though. Um, but... The not only was this super fucking fun, but this game specifically had the deepest like customization to like kit your car out. You could put all kinds of like nonsensical shit like yeah. suicide doors. You don't need that in a racing game, yeah. but like it was just fun. Like it was fun customizing everything. These were all the, kinds of unlockables. These this games are kind of like the their answer to Midnight Club series, uh, right? Probably. Yeah. I've never played Midnight Club, but I love this game. Yeah. I think it's far and away the best Need for Speed game. I really wish they'd do a Need for Speed Underground 3. You know, I have Um, a couple Need for Speed games that I've got for free through Xbox, and I never really gave them a shot. I have the one, is it Rivals, that like you could be a 
an officer or a well like that was back in like the playstation one days like the niche of like need for speed was like that was the first game where like not only were you racing but the cops would start chasing yeah i remember and that. that was like so exciting that's cool um yeah. so like yeah i'm sure rivals went on to like branch off of that but um yeah this game was i remember the first time i ever got drunk in my life i like got shit-faced and then just played need for speed in the basement by myself <laughs> And I was like crashing into walls and like laughing hysterically right before I vomited. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, right, it was a great time. time. I love Need for Speed right. Underground. Good choice. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll definitely check the. That shit is awesome. That's a good one, bro. All right, uh, my number. That was your number two. Yeah, and that was debatably right. my number one. My number two is another one for the sixty-four. San Francisco Rush two. I didn't know that there was a sequel. Yes. And the only reason I'm putting... Oh, it's called 2049. Oh, no. Was it? Oh, let me see. I think it was just 20, San Francisco Rush 2. I could be... I think the third one was 2040. Yeah. Rush three? 2. Yep, there was three of them for the 64. I don't think it ever got a sequel, bro. So what was cool... I'm muting this guy. Um, What was cool about... The reason I put San Francisco Rush 2 on it above Rush 1, which we played the fuck out of 1... And the reason we bought two is because we were like, fuck yes. We were actually looking forward to it. It came out. It was one, but like kicked up a notch. You know what I mean? Right. They, it, that's why it's called extreme race. Like it's the same exact engine. They just added more like crazy shit, more crazy cars, more like customization, more weird modes, uh, more like hidden stuff. I remember there being like these hidden keys and shit that would unlock um, extra uh, kind of like cheats, essentially. You know what I mean? The physics in this game are crazy. Uh, but I, I have fond memories of really enjoying 2 um, to the extent that I don't think after you've played 2, there's much point going back and playing 1, to be quite honest. Okay. But um, cool. really, really fun game. If you've never played it, I, I mean, this the graphics look really shitty right here. But it was I, The first one was such a good time for me. I know. So if this is just more of oh, the yeah. same plus more, yep. like that's awesome. Yep. It's it's kind of like what Saints Row did. You know, after yeah. their first one, they kind of got crazy. Yeah. Like they, It seems like San Francisco Rust did the same thing. That's cool. It sounds like they did with 2049. I never played it, but nah, I'm sure it's tight too. Look at that shit. <laughs> it's so crazy. San Francisco Rush was good for that like flipping car <laughs> yeah. shit that was awesome hell yeah all right what was your no oh i wish i had the drum roll i don't have the ipad what's Sorry, your number one it. my number one wait is it for the 64 no okay go ahead it's mario kart 8 okay now, i think i might personally like double dash more because that 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 was the one I had that special time with. Yeah. But there's no disputing it. This is a better sure. game. This is a better game in every way. It's the same fun gameplay. It's just oh, yeah, dude. better in every way. So Nin I couldn't dispute it. This had to be number one. Nintendo is great, man. Like they everything they do, every like they know what the people want. They want the same fucking game not just always. better. Not always. Let's not say Nintendo's <laughs> always that way. Well, I I'm ma mainly speaking of They didn't know what the people wanted with Wii U. Well, I, I mainly mean talking about the games, like how they progress through the years. Like, they sure they go out on a limb and try to like do weird shit. Like they, you, we've talked about it before on the show where each game kind of has to have a gimmick. But what they did great about Mario Kart Eight was they they kept having the gimmicks with Mario Kart. They went from sixty four to double dash to whatever the next wacky one was or whatever. But in the end, they realized we know people just want more fucking. Mario Kart. Let's just give him more Mario Kart with all the old shit redone. We'll just keep pumping out remade tracks, you know, like more characters, more carts. Mario Kart is the greatest example of a game 
that doesn't need anything and all of the future Mario Kart games they ever create it needs nothing else other yep. than just more yep they carve more characters yep. more maps they like, carved their groove more. like they Mario Nintendo you change anything yep they carved a special groove when they initially re- released the original Mario Kart on the Super Nintendo that was a, an amazing game and a game changer and that should have been on my honorable mentions but we'll talk about that in a second but um I put Mario Kart 64 as my number one. Okay, fair enough. Um, well, I mean, but it's a lot for the same reasons you chose this. That's great that you said that because um, I was just about to ask you if, you if you go back and play like Mario Kart in the Super Nintendo or Mario Kart yeah. on the N- N64. Have you noticed that if you go back and play that now after playing this? Yeah. If you go back and play that now, it feels the same. Yeah, it does. It really does. They like haven't can, changed the formula. Like my son has played Mario Kart 8 a bunch on my Switch. Yeah. And if I took him. To my N64 and hooked that up and said play Mario Kart. Yep. He could pick that up and play it no problem having never played it. Yeah. It would play exactly the same. That's what that's kind of what I'm talking about. Like they they figured it out on the first go and then just improved it over the years. And I think Mario Kart 8 is kind of like like we've talked about before, it's the honed samurai sword of the Mario Kart series. Um, yeah, exactly. That's, I think, exa- that's exactly why I chose this over yeah. Double Dash. And, that's, and honestly, I could have just as easily made this or even the original Mario Kart my number one. But the reason I chose 64 specifically is for the same reason you chose some of your picks. It's just a nostalgia thing. Yeah. 64 was the one that kind of cemented its place like as a... A classic franchise, you know what I mean? Like it, it ain't going fucking nowhere. They took, they took the original Mario Kart, made it better. The battle mode on sixty four is like classic. I mean, the balloon pop shit. You know what I mean? Like it's amazing how good this looks too. Yeah, Look at it the is. graphics on this, this look great. Is, bro. This is so good. This makes me want to play Mario. It's Kart It's been a so while bad. since I've played Mario Kart now, um, and now I'm gonna go home and play. But yeah, Mario Kart Seven on the DS. It's the same. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. it's they're all great. Yep. The Mario Kart series should be everyone's number one racing game. I really think it should. <laughs> like. I understand the simulators and everything are so different, but like, yeah. this is the most fun. You can't have more fun than you playing can't. shit like this, honestly. And no. you can't have more fun where just any any of your friends can pick it up and just play with you. Yeah, Like, that's, my mom could pick up Mario yep. Kart and we could have a night. Yep. I, like, I could tell Tara, like, here, play Mario Kart with me. And she would, yeah. you know, begrudgingly that's accept, other, but well, she would have fun while doing like, it. Like, <laughs> this is a game you can get your girlfriend to play with you if yeah. she's not a gamer and things like that. Like... Like I said, all it needs is give me more carts, more characters, yep. more maps, more power-ups. Like, that's all you have to do. The physics can stay the same. Yeah, Everything I, can stay yep. the same. I hope on Mar- I hope on Mario Kart 9, they just kind of Super Smash Bros. it up and just add, like, a million characters. <laughs> that's all I want. I'm in. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Count me. Put, give me Ness. Let me, let me race with Ness. Super I mean, Smash. The- ooh, Super Smash Bros. Kart. I'm, I'm calling it right now. That's what's coming well, out I next. Mean, tell me... <laughs> Like, like, and this again to like this being my number one instead of double dash or whatever. Yeah. I feel confident that when Mario Kart 9 or whatever the next Mario Kart is comes out, it will just replace this on my list. Yeah. It'll, cause I just feel like that's, that's what it's going to be. It's just going to be a better version yep. of the same thing. Yep. You that's know, what Mario Kart yeah, is. They won't, they, they'd have to do something really retarded to fuck it up. At they, this they can't, they're not going to fuck this uh, up. They got the formula. You know this what I mean? One is they like, cracked the code. This is one that you just can't fuck up, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah, they cracked it, man. They got it. They busted it wide open. That's why, you know, other genres are trying to emulate it with fucking kart racing and sack boy. Well, I mean, and that's Sonic the thing is like a lot and, of the other ones are great too. Like, yeah. but like they're not Mario Kart. Nope. I love Diddy Kong racing, but it's not Mario Kart. Yep. 
I, I'm with you. There's a elegance in its simplicity. You know what I mean? Like they really found a way to make it accessible to every age. Mm-hmm. Uh, it stands it's the fucking, test of time. It's phenomenal. Yeah. It's I'm, phenomenal. I can keep sucking Mario Kart's dick all day long. Bro, because that's a good taste in <laughs> dick. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> Yeah. All right. Um. <laughs> Quote of the year there. <laughs> it's a good taste in dick. All right. Uh, let me see if I had anything else I needed to touch on, man. We've pretty much uh, ran the gamut today. I'm going hard. Going hard. Um, I had I actually had a seventh raise the bar. Let's get it. You want to see if it's any good? Yeah. I'll let you just uh, read it off the phone. Well, if I do, you'll read who it is. All right, I'll here, let I'll, you just delete it. I'll, I'll, I will. All right. The, there you go. The second bonus raise the bar. Second bonus raise the bar. <clears throat> All right, yeah. <clears throat> Did that dance with the devil. Hell hot as a kettle. So it's no wonder why I put this ice on all of my metal and wear that shit like a metal. Used to think I was a joker. No Jared Leto. I said I'd get us out. I oh okay. Oh <laughs> let me let me let me start over. Did that dance with the devil, hell hot as a kettle. So it's no wonder I put that ice on all of my metal and wear that shit like a metal. Used to think I was a joker. No Jared Leto. I said I was I said I'd get us out of the ghetto. This shit is better than all the ones you gave me, bro. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> I took this one out because uh, I specifically thought you would not like it. Honestly. Put this ice on all of my metal. Because the show what shit I know. Like a metal. Used to think I was a joker. No Jared Leto. I said I'd get us out the ghetto. This I'll give this seven. Okay. I um, like the... I like the... Thought I was a joker. No Jared Leto said I'd get mm-hmm. us out the ghetto. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like the... Like the devil kettle, all ice and all of my metal. I wear that shit like a metal. Like that shit, uh, that shit's cool. I just need to paste it back so I can see who I know who it is, but I want to make sure I get the song title right. Okay. The song is called Lift Off by Mike Shinoda. Oh, I love Mike Shinoda, so that doesn't surprise me at all. But, and I think he's a seven rapper, so that's like spot on. But this is a feature. Oh, okay. Um, this verse is by MGK. Oh, well, then he was just riding off Mike Shinoda's wave. <laughs> yeah. All right. But I love Mike Shinoda. Okay. And I think he's a seven rapper. I think his music's better than his rapping, but I think he's a decent rapper. He's a good rapper. All right. I feel it. Um, all right, man. Well, I'm not a huge MGK fan, but he has his moments. Um, I feel it. Um, the only other thing, uh, uh, the only thing I had that I maybe was going to mention was, um, I actually, when I was cleaning up my, um, folders the other day, I did stumble. I don't know if, how right it is for this show, but, um, I did stumble upon a, uh, lost broken fort track that was made in 2015. It's probably the newest broken fort track features, oh, features me and Derek and, uh, Chris, um, the beats by Derek. It's, it's pretty different song, but, uh, I didn't know if you wanted to hear it, but I feel like it's almost like suck up my own dick if i sit here and play it and like huh like let's talk about you know what i mean like maybe we could play i i don't know uh maybe i'll just post it on youtube for people but um i don't know i had that that i was gonna maybe throw up there find some way to get it out there to the masses i'm like totally down to listen to that and discuss that except for how do we do that at the end of a show i know without like tailing off mm, i don't know you can play it and we're just gonna sit here i don't know that's, fuck that's, it, do it, bro. That's what's tricky. Just fucking do it. We're, right. Let's not overthink it. Play that shit. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll play it. I didn't. Um, Damn, that logo look good, bro. It does we got we got a new logo coming soon? Oh, um, that shit tattooed on me, bro. 
<laughs> Tattoo is. your name on me, it bro. Is, it is pretty cute. That shit look good. All right, let me see if I can find it here. I think it's in here. I actually, uh, if you if you want to hear something even crazier, I actually have a couple um, verses that I've written and recorded on my phone for like songs, broken fort songs that we're working on. Uh, I could I could play a couple of those too, but I I don't want to spoil it. Almost, you yeah, know. Well, we don't want to like sit here for an extended period of time doing that either. All right, but this one's an actual like completed song. I don't know if Derek wanted to mix it anymore, but um, it is done. Doesn't matter. We're hearing it now. All right, here it is, right here. It's from 2015. Um, here, how about I go to... Like, bro, if he wanted more time to mix it, he's taking too long already. That's his I fault. know. It was from 2015. Um, how about I do this? Just so I don't have to... Uh, we don't have to awkwardly sit here on camera. Um, I'll go to... I'll click on this one where it says pre-show. That way, um, <laughs> I don't have to like sit here and go... I, I just feel weird playing my own song for, for I don't. Us. I don't care at all. You can leave it right on the camera. All right. I'll leave it right... How about I go Fuck, take bro. a piss real quick? Because I got piss anyway. Yeah, you play that shit. I'll start playing it and all I'll right. go take a piss. But Bet. I'll be right back. Bet. All right. Here we go. Whoa, sorry. It's called um, be it's called because of love. Yeah, yeah. I'll be right back. Okay. It's not easy to say the things I'm about to say. It's not easy to do the things I'm about to do. I wouldn't be drinking in a car doing 90 on the freeway. I wouldn't be feeling this way if it hadn't been for loving you. Ten years down the drain, ten beers clouding my brain. I keep replaying that moment. I walked in our bedroom and saw you on top of that man. I don't understand. Did you want to get caught? Was a part of the plan? Is that why you ran? I know I can't find you, but I've got your daughter and you'll never see her again. I've been hanging on to nothing for so long. I make my bed, I dig my grave all on my own. Why you do this to me truthfully I don't know why I put up with you All you did was ruin me It used to be just you and me Together we were meant to be And I remember every single thing you ever said to me You loved me, then you didn't Then you want me, you're just kidding Then you cheat on me, apologize And I'm just supposed to sit and listen Split decision, what to do I guess I'm just the same as you You left me broken, beaten, scarred And I'ma do the same to you I don't even sound like Broken Fort. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like you guys are trying to be a band or something. Derek actually played, um, I think he did several of the instruments. So Derek plays the guitar for sure in this song. I don't know if he does the tambourine. But this is actually Mark doing the hook. None of this is bad, but it doesn't sound like Broken Fort to me. Have, let me see and make sure it has Chris's verse. During this phase, Derek was in like a very like musically creative mood and like he's pumping out all kinds of beats and shit From like the this. the first time I but saw you, I was involved in your every step and I'll never forget the way that you smile with venomous tendencies in your breath and the slight of death that was driving me wild. 
denial As if I ever stood a chance But I took your hand And then till the end I would fight for a love That revealed itself Only pretend But I did it Forget it Matter of fact In a couple of minutes I'm gonna hatch up a plan With a weapon in hand And release you From all of your misery So Thank me later Fuck me over Honestly do what you wanna do Point the finger And the blame Cause now I see That the issue was Yo, he was spazzing. <laughs> yeah, he was spazzing, bro. That dude is so talented. He was going in, and that was the most broken for it sounded. <laughs> like that sounded like some broken for The rest of this shit is fine, but like, it just doesn't sound like you guys. Do. No, I feel you. Yeah, this he was, was like that was that was like more what I was expecting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Chris came through hard on that song. But yeah, that's yo, it. he went the fuck in. That shit was tight. It's it's a like I said, it was different. I mean, Derek, this is like Derek's love child. Like he he like approached us, you know, with this. Did he play the guitar? He did. I do, I do I like, believe he did. I, I like the guitar. He's he's uh he did a good job. Even since then, I mean, that dude, he came over the other day and like we were um just getting shit planned for our show that we're gonna start. Like yeah. he's really. I don't want to like. I could sit here and suck that guy's dick all day long. Like <laughs> a lot it, of dick sucking going on today, for real. Like he's re- he, he's <laughs> he's truly like probably the most talented person I know. Like in life, like I, I, it's unbelievable the amount of creativity he just has like bottled up. And like the unique thing about him is that he actually finds ways to get it out. You know what I mean? Like he really is like. That's throw, what you gotta do. He throws fucking everything at the wall, and you know he doesn't give a fuck. He wants to see what sticks, and you know that's what's awesome about uh, you know and why I'm looking forward to doing a show with him too. Is like um, he's just so passionate about creating yeah. art and everything, music especially. Like I said, at this time he was. I mean, he's always been a little bit of a kind of a hippie, you know what I mean? But I like um, the guitar, especially in that, uh, during like that phase. I was almost four years ago, but um. He was he was going through kind of a more like bluegrass type of phase, and he still kind of is, I guess. But yeah, that's kind of the feel he was going for. Him and Mark, which is um, remember I told you about his yeah. their channel, yeah, uh, Lucy Creek. Yeah. yeah, Mark is the other guy in um that Lucy Creek Polly and the Purple Tangerines or whatever, <laughs> whatever the fuck that shit is. But yeah, I, I found that, and um, like he has other songs like with Mark and all kinds of shit. But um, we had we have a folder we're working on like what is Broken Fort Museum. And that's yeah. uh, that's a song that we were working. We are we're we're working on just pretty recently. This was from August, but um, it would be a good song. Um, you know, we haven't finished it. I don't want to spoil much, but fair um, enough. We did have some. We have a lot. A few. There's probably five or six songs on here that we're working on. Um, maybe. I gotta go home and rap myself. Yeah. Do you? Yeah, because I gotta. I got a write and record a joint for the Easy Love Tour free mixtape that we give away every year. Okay, cool. Everybody else is just supplying like stuff from their current projects or whatever. And then I got to go in and create something dedicated for this. Yeah, I mean, why the fuck? Because it's always me. It's always me that has to do that. (laughs) Because I'm always the guy that's like, I'll create something for that. I'll do that. Yeah, I'll write something just about the tour. Um, I still got... Every year. I still got all those albums you gave me, those exclusive albums. Uh, Be on the lookout for those to pop up in the store, and we'll start giving them away, too. Um, For for, for real. But yes, we will be starting with our... We'll be having our new logo and graphics, and probably we'll call it season three here very shortly. I'd say within the next couple weeks. Did I give you um, the Grindhouse triple feature album? I don't think you did because you said you couldn't find it. I think I did. Maybe you did. You should look. 
Right now? Yeah. All right. I got Because if you did, I really would like you to make an effort to listen to it and give me a, a, an honest review. Because okay. I think it's like the best thing ever. Like that's like a, um, that was like our baby, like in our like. See, you do have a folder called. Most. Yeah, it's right here. Triple feature. Bro, that yeah. album, like in our like craziest and moment. This is the part of the movie when. Like, that was a moment where it felt like we were just about to be fucking huge. Like we were just about to take over the world. No one's ever heard it? No, we put it out. Oh, okay. But it's just not out like, no, anymore. No like, we put out hard right copies now. and we put out like 200 copies and that was it. So like you if you came to the album me? release. No, I don't have a copy for me. You motherfucker. So um, like if you came to the album release, you got it. So who's all on this album? It's me, B.Neek, Neek, Grindhouse. Okay. Um, cool. But like that album, like in that time, like it felt like we were like catching fire. You were like doing something special. Yeah. I mean, we, we all felt that way. And like, it felt like, do you think that's like, like it felt like the audience felt that way? Do you think that's the like, audience felt like they were witnessing something special? Do you think that's like the best thing you've ever done? Um, I don't know if it's the best. What do you think is the best thing you've ever done? Let's suck your dick some more. <laughs> I mean, just because I say something's the best thing I've ever done doesn't mean that I think it's the best thing the world's ever I know. seen. Okay, how about this? What do you think? Is, what's your proudest thing that you This album done? is up there. Yeah? Like, like I said, I feel like we, we captured something in that yeah, time. Yeah, I feel you. Like, we were all in a moment. This is like right when my son was being born, and like, it was like a magical time for all of us. And like yeah. I said, I feel like the audience saw that too. Like, okay. every time we performed a show, people were like, what the fuck are we witnessing right now? Like, it was a thing. That's sweet. Yeah. So like, I would just love that if you listen to that album and gave us an opinion. Okay, I will. Sincerely, I'll put it on my phone. I'll put it on Plex tonight. Yeah, How you about do that? It's that. a good one. All right. So um let's wrap it up. All right. Anything else you wanted to mention quickly or anything? Uh Resident Evil 2, go buy that shit. It's amazing. Okay. Uh, check us out on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, iconoclast.net for all that shit. It's in baby.com for music from your boy. Um Check out the Unknown Pod. I'm on the latest episode. That should be dropping. If you go on itsinfavor.com, you can buy Triple Feature. Really? How? It's on my like, like my site. Like it's one of the two. I have Redworks and Triple Feature for sale. Right How did they just get a digital version of it, though? Oh, okay. That's cool. I didn't know that. That's all the right. only place you can get it now. You'll be able to get it at Iconoclast.net next. Yeah. All right. Well, check check all that shit. I'll be able to look out. We'll catch you guys next time on Iconoclast. Peace out. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome. Um, oh, thanks for watching, listening, and or um, inserting up your butt our show. Yes. <laughs> that. And uh, give us a like, comment, share, subscribe on your Facebooks, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, everything, and your mom. Yes. Again, Iconoclast.net for all that shit. You don't have to remember multiple links. Boy. Yeah. Peace.